0: Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Carla Johnson. Yeah, you are. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, you are. It is uh, Women in Tabletop Gaming Month, so that means I'm running the show just for this one time. Thank God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Russ, I don't know how you do
0: this. <laughs> Uh, So we are a 5th edition actual play podcast. With me tonight is Russ Moore.
2: Hi there! I'm Russ Moore. Oh, shit. Um, New
0: character. (laughs) New
2: character. I am playing character uh, Prosperine goes by Prosh. She's a rogue tiefling of the 5th level.
0: And
3: Amy Moore. Hey! I'm so excited for you, Carla. It's going to be great. I'm Amy Moore. You already said that. And I'm going to be playing a Kenku bard named Bowstring Flick. Love
0: it. Right. And Tom Laird. Yeah,
4: I'm playing a tiefling warlock named
3: Harmony.
0: A lot of tieflings. We're heavy. We're thick with tieflings this mm-hmm. game. Both, oh, yes.
2: Both, sorry. Yeah. Female tiefling. That's and, what yeah.
0: Also, concerned. we're gender. Like, we're. I we're, know. Isn't that yeah, it fun? It's a swap swapsies. Because I think. Uh, Amy, you have always been women up till now, right? This is your first male yes, character, I think. Absolutely. And Tom's first female character. Yep. Russ, of course, plays all the NPCs, so he has played plenty of both no, genders. It's no, no so This is thing. your first uh, female like PC main character with this like group, PC, yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're all trying something new. Very That's exciting. right? Isn't it fun?
2: Giving it a whirl.
0: Yeah. Exactly uh so do we want to talk about women in tabletop gaming month yeah we should probably do that let's talk about it okay so women in tabletop gaming month you guys jump in when you have good facts (sighs) to, to add in is a month dedicated to like highlighting the women that do tabletop gaming stuff basically as the name would indicate so a bunch of different podcasts are doing special editions like this exact one. So maybe there's new people listening. Hi. Hi, new people.
2: <laughs> new people. Yeah, You can keep listening. That's okay, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, you can keep listening. It's usually uh, not these people doing these things, which is real fun. Yeah. It's super special. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. There is a women in tabletop gaming podcast every day for all of june guys it's gonna be insane
2: yeah it's all put out by uh, by david over at tales from the fandom there so if you go to women in they've got the whole list of everything coming out but yeah david interviewed well more than 31 more than 30 women so he's got more than 30 episodes coming out this month Um, Talking to women in tabletop gaming and podcasts and cosplay in uh, various other formats and um, blogs and YouTube and all this. And just talking about their experience, uh, good and bad and things that they've had to work through in order to have a, a successful time playing the games that they love. And that's what this month is all about.
0: Yeah, and they also designed, like, a dope-ass logo that you can buy, and all the proceeds are going to go to charity. It's a D20 with, like... You know, like the female symbol. I don't know what that's called. You know, the one. The
2: female yeah, symbol. With the, the, symbol.
0: Yeah. The, the female symbol. Yep. The female symbol. With the the thing the, thing. The, yeah, uh, the, tr- the cross at the bottom.
1: Yeah. Instead exactly. of the triangle.
0: Yeah. There's probably a name I could have looked up before we started, but oh, so great, cool. it's really great looking though. That'd be and, very off brand uh, of
3: us to do any sort of research before we, <laughs> <laughs> we
0: get recording. That would just be silly. Uh, so Lex Chase designed it, and all the money raised is going to go to the Urgent Action Fund for Women's Human Rights. Love so like it! Like Russ said, all the deets are at womenintabletopgaming.com. dot com.
4: It's been really cool to follow David on Twitter for like the last six or seven weeks, and just see how much work he's putting into this. It's amazing. He's, he's just he's constantly tweeting about. Who he's interviewing and what he's producing and how many episodes he has. It's just it's an incredible thing that he took this on. And it's I'm really excited to, to hear it all. It's gonna be great.
0: Agreed. Uh so friends, fuck it. Let's play D. Yay! Carly got to say yay! Yay! I never got to say Now that. we've all said it. <sighs> oh,
2: um, and if you lo- and new people, if you love that saying, you can go get that shirt. <laughs> Dumb Dumb a com. Nice shirt. Click the store button. We'll talk about that another time, you know, if you stick around. Just
0: Which I'm sure you will.
4: Well, we hope you
2: will.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. boy. Well, I hope I don't scare away too many people. We're
2: not gonna scare anybody gonna away. It's great. gonna be great.
0: Uh okay. It's late summer. It is very hot, and it is very dry, and you are in the desert town of Ebonshell. Now Ebenshell is the largest town for miles, but it's not, it's not a big place. There's maybe like a few thousand people that live there, typically. But right now, it's tourist season. Ebenshell has these incredible fountains that people come from like all over to see. So they are called the Halcyon Fountains. And this is a privately run resort. I'm saying fountains, but this is not like... um, This is not a naturally occurring thing. This is like a sprawling mega resort with hotels and themed pools and water parks and areas for families and areas for kids and areas just for adults and it's like it's a whole thing. And the Halcyon Fountains are run by this mysterious, maybe criminal, organization called Provenance. Our adventurers are all in The Cloudburst Cafe, which is one of the theme places at the Halcyon Fountains, because every about 15 minutes or so, you hear this thunder, and the room, all over the room, sort of mist is released. Think, like... In the produce aisle at the grocery store. I was store, just going to say like, that. Exactly. Or like at a, you know, an outdoor music festival where they have like those mist tents. So there's umbrellas over the tables so that, you know, your food isn't getting misted. But otherwise, it's just super refreshing because it's so just hot and dry and you're in the desert and it's August, you know.
3: I love the sound of this place.
0: So you guys are all in the Cloudburst Cafe not together because you don't know each other. Do you guys want to say what brought you to Halcyon, to the Halcyon Fountains? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
2: Anybody want to go first?
3: Uh, yeah, I will because I don't have as much as, <laughs> as other people do, I don't think. Um, okay, well, Bowstring Flick is at the at this special Misty Cafe um, because he has been wandering around uh, from town to town and city to city essentially trying to make a name for himself. He has just come from the College of Glamour uh, where they took him in as as a pretty small Kenku child uh, after he was ousted by his clan for his... Unnatural ability to sing and create songs and his general artistry, uh, which was very much frowned upon. It's not a usual thing for a Kenku to have and to be able to do. Uh, The fact that he can speak on his own, create his own words, and even his own music freaked them the fuck out. So they were like, get out. And luckily, Uh, The uh, College of Glamour took him in when no one else would. So he spent some time there, essentially grew up there, but he, man, you know, he's a teenager. He is just out on his own now. So he's been wandering around, just making his way town to town, hoping to find a gig somewhere to sing or something to do to give himself a little bit of purpose.
0: Can you um, describe what he looks like in case people don't know? What a Kenku looks like?
3: Absolutely, yes. So, um, a Kenku is essentially a bird person. (laughs) Um, Like, imagine like a crow, but the wings are essentially useless. They are a flightless bird. That power was taken from them long ago because they were greedy. And he has black, shiny feathers. He He wears a little floppy hat. Um... And a, and a cape because he feels like he wants to hide himself a little bit. He's a little bit ashamed of of what what he comes from because Kenku are not usually looked upon in the kindest way because they tend to be thieves and tricksters and things like that. Uh, he's got a big-ass beak. Uh, he... <laughs> he can... Um, Like I said, he can speak on his own, but poor guy, he's going through kanky puberty right now. And so it it doesn't sound good, but damn it, he sings like an angel. That's
4: awesome.
2: (laughs) Is he singing right now?
3: He isn't singing right now. No, Um, he is not actually looked upon too kindly in this bar and is off to the side. Kind of, you know kind of hat down a little bit, minding his own, but listening very closely to everything as Kenkus can mimic perfectly anything that they hear.
0: Uh, the Cloudburst Cafe is, to be clear, one of the shadier establishments Oh, in the, uh, in the Halcyon Fountains. They're, they take all types here. In Providence, the organization that runs the fountains certainly is not above board. So... There are some despicable characters hanging around, let's say. Alright, then he's not
3: so much hiding, but sitting off to the side and observing and listening and watching. With a lot of interest, because, I mean, like he's a teenager, man. He's like, what's what are these people doing? What's what's happening over here?
0: Oh, I love it. I can't wait to get to know him better. I mm-hmm. love that he's a teenager and... You have, you have built a rich tapestry already. Oh, I love it. it's going to be what it uh, is. To <laughs> you guys, who wants to go next?
4: Harmony grew up in another city, Everland, and she never knew her mother, who passed away in childbirth. But she lived a fairly happy life, although they weren't well off with her father. They managed to to move around a couple times within Everland, always getting a little bit of a better place to live, but sadly, her father was terminally wounded while being a caravan guard, and Calista's been on her own ever since. Now, her name originally, uh, Calista, she has since changed it to cope with her tragedy. uh, She threw herself into books. She basically lived at the library in town, secretly. The librarians knew that she was there, but she never caused them any trouble, so they let her be and she became obsessed with the idea of balance in the world Uh, you know how kind of teenagers will flirt with the idea of like communism's really cool so she's she's kind of in that mindset she's never really grown out of it so she's changed her name to harmony because she's obsessed with the idea of balance in the world no one should have too much and no one should have not enough so she really has this outlook on life where she wants to to bring harmony to everywhere that she goes now she strives towards this in her day to day life hopefully in a peaceful way but she never really sticks around a place too long so she kind of goes on her way she doesn't want to cause trouble but at the same time she wants to right wrongs that might be out there or maybe you know cut some people down to size if they're being a little bit uh too too big for their britches um while she was obsessing over books and reading she she came across the elder gods and one of them took her on as a patron and so she's developed magical abilities from her patron zaragon the returner and all that he's asked of her in return is information about the world outside so she travels around from town to town, always having her leather-bound journal with her that acts as sort of a, a, an email system, if you will, for her god, Zargon the Returner. So she writes down information that she finds out about the world, and then the next day the page will be blank, as he will have got the information from her. Uh, and
0: That's fun.
4: Yes, I will give you a, a short description of her as well.
0: Oh, yes, please.
4: She is a tiefling, uh, relatively you know, normal in size. She's like five foot seven, 180 pounds, somewhere in that area, dark red skin. Uh, she's got purple braided long hair, and she's got striking ram's horns that curl out from the top of her head, and she's also got silver eyes.
0: And Russ, who are you?
2: Well, uh, whatever you just heard of Tom's, just copy and paste. Because I think he. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) I swear I didn't look look at your character. I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Similar.
0: It'll make it'll make sense. It'll make story. It'll
2: make sense. It's all good. Um, So Prosh or Prosperine is also a tiefling. She comes from. um, She was born of a human mother. but she was clearly not like the other children, being that she was she too had long purple hair, upturned horns, and a thick approximately four-foot-long tail. Prash's mother had been seduced by a a wolf in sheep's clothing, so to speak, and the infernal bloodline is what created her. So her mother was either told to get rid of Prosh or leave their village, and as such, Prosh was sent on a caravan passing through and raised by the caravan's lead, a human male uh, named Tina Kenezel. I won't get into all of that, but anyways, she, she gets a long ways in there and she becomes she picks up skills pickpocketing skills scouting and just general theft and once old enough she's sought out to prove her worth as a professional pickpocket and was hired on by a local thieves guild uh, the traders of the claw whose goal were their goals were simple and they were to obtain much wealth and power as they could Um, so she worked for this for a long time she want. She didn't really have a turn of faith, uh, so you see, as as you see in some other stories. But she was sold out by the guild's leader to save himself, and she was imprisoned um, in a way to keep the guild uh, safe from the law. Um, but Prosh broke out and attempted to kill Durant, um, but was stopped by his guards and forced to flee. And that's where we find her now at the Cloud Burst Cafe. Um, she is on the run uh, from the traitors of the Claw, and she's got. A, she's always got an eye open. Um, she. Uh, I gave you a bit of a description there, um, but she always. She. She dresses to blend into the night and the shadows with some style. She wears black with silver polka dotted clothing and with a hood. <laughs> uh, I love it. And black with red polka dotted pants. Um,
3: Sorry, I thought you said she had style. What's I happening say, here? <laughs> with, with some style, I guess. <laughs> what so, kind of style?
2: Um, you know, some some amount of I, style. subjective. I, I like to involve our daughter in things, mm-hmm. and that's how it happens. I, costume
0: yep. design by? Costume
2: design it. by Addison. But yeah, she's about five foot four, gold eyes, reddish brown skin, purple hair, upturned horns on Brush her
3: head. on the run.
2: <laughs> and she hears this bird singing in the corner, but it's like, how does it know my name? God.
0: Okay, so you guys are each, you know, sitting, observing, or hiding, or doing what, whatever it is you're doing, when, through the main entrance of the bar, a small human woman comes in, and she's wearing this sort of, like, ethereal peacock blue robe that looks like sort of like nebulous, almost like it's it's moving. She walks in and stops moving and it's still kind of just flowing. Is she wearing so, Dr. Strange's cape? <laughs> she basically looks like magical as fuck. Nice. But, she also looks really sweet. She's like 45, she's got a really round face and kind of rosy cheeks and smile lines, like it looks like she probably laughs all the time. And with her are three hamatula, which are barbed devils in security uniforms, and they, they do not look sweet. They look frightening. They are tall humanoids. They're covered in sharp barbs and spines and hooks, and they look... Alert! Like, they are scanning the room, and they are taking in everything that they see, every person in the Cloudburst Cafe. So they walk through the door, and she pauses and looks around, and she sees Bowstring, kind of, like, gestures her chin toward him, and then looks at Harmony, looks at Prosh, looks at Harmony <laughs> and looks at Prash, looks <laughs> at Harmony, and looks at Prash, and goes kind of makes a eh, face and gestures towards each of you.
2: Sorry, are we the and only then- three in this room right now? No, no. Oh, okay. There's, okay. there's
0: an assortment of other, you know, humans and humanoids. All kinds of okay. people come to this town, but uh, let's say you are the only ones of your physical descriptions in, in, in the cafe at this time. So, after she does this, she just confidently kind of turns around and And walks out the door. And one of these, uh, Hamatula, approaches each of you individually and says, like, you need to come with me. What do you do? Who are you? Aronia said you have to come with me, so you need to come with me. Aronia? Yeah, she basically runs this whole place. I think you just saw her, so... I'd really recommend you just come with me.
3: Oh, yeah. She sounds like someone who might really be able to give me a shot in this world. And bowstrings like, into it. He follows him out.
4: Harmony quietly wraps up her leather-bound journal that she's been writing in and nods at the uh, barbed devil and just slowly follows him out.
0: Okay. Prosh?
2: Prosh hasn't really looked up at this point. Um... She she's noticed them come in, and she heard heard what he said. But she, she just chooses not to look up at him.
0: Miss, you're really you're really going to have to come with me.
2: And who's going to make me?
0: Um, Ronia. She she basically runs this whole place, mm-hmm. and she needs to talk to you. So you're really going to want to come with me. You mm-hmm. basically don't have a choice.
2: Well, choice is in the eye of the beholder, but I will come with you for now.
0: Okay, great. So, each of you uh, uh, go with uh, Hamatula, and they, you know, you all kind of meet up in in the hall on the way, and they sort of lead you down below. Think, like, Disneyland. I don't know if you've heard about how Disneyland works, but there's, like, this intricate series of, like, tunnels and stuff underneath, because, of course, all the, like... Characters need to like get to work, and they can't be just like wandering around up top, right? So they take you through this little door that you didn't really notice, and and head you d- uh, down to. <clears throat> I'm gonna say cell, but that doesn't sound very friendly. Let's say. Let's say like a, a an interview room without a lot of furniture
2: <laughs> and a single yet. double du- two way mirror, <laughs> one long table in the middle, and and
0: toilet and off to the side
2: oh. to the table. Yeah.
0: No, no handcuffs. No, I mean it's uh, let's say just like basically an an empty room. It doesn't look like you know there's no bars or anything. It's just an empty room with with. Three chairs and a table, like three chairs on one side and a table and then another chair. So you're taken in there and just kind of left there for a little bit. What do you do? Whoa, ladies, do you guys know what's going on here?
2: Prosh looks at the the bird and
4: kind of sneers at him.
1: Whoa.
3: What's her problem? Am I right? Huh? I'm and looking at Harmony. <laughs>
4: Harmony looks at you, and she's just kind of dumbstruck that this Kenku is talking to her. She's never, never experienced this before.
3: What, you never s- seen a bird talk before?
2: Look, just don't talk to it, and it won't know what to say next.
3: Hey, I'm a person. I am I have feelings, and that, that was hurtful
4: so there's something wrong with this bird. What is your name, Kenku friend?
3: My name is Bowstring Flick. And you are? Uh, I'm Harmony. Harmony? Are you guys sisters? Is that... Is that racist? You guys just look an awful lot alike. You know, I've never seen two tieflings in the same room before. You know, except for this one time at the college. But, I mean, like... What happens at the college, am I right?
2: You can call me (laughs) Prosh.
3: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so the door opens. Thank God. <laughs> now I can shut this bird up. Sorry, I forgot to mention a little bit of a loud mouth.
0: The teen voice is just <laughs> so good.
3: So annoying good. to others often aggravates situations rather than diffusing them.
0: It's on my character sheet. Oh, it's really funny. Uh, okay. So the door opens, and that woman that you saw earlier comes in, and she just, like I said, she looks so, like, kind and sweet, but just, like, power kind of just, like, is radiating off of her. She is something. You don't know. You don't know what, but she's definitely something. And she comes in and says, darlings. I have the best news. You've been chosen by Providence to go on a very special mission. What do you say? A mission? What kind of a mission? Who who are you? Where is this place? Well, my name is Aronia. And this is my place, the Halcyon Fountains. This is my little kingdom that I run. Welcome. Here's the thing. Um... We, Provenance, the organization I work for, we need a little help keeping the Halcyon Fountains going, and you, Kenku, I'm Aronia, by the way, sticks out her hand. I, like, I, like,
3: <laughs> Boastring, like, flaps his, his wing against her hand kind of <laughs> awkwardly. I can't, I, do they have hands? I don't know. Yeah. I don't. We just like they, high five. They do. Five or they do? Yeah, they oh, do. they have ha- they have hands. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I take that back.
4: Maybe you've never shaken anyone's hand before.
3: Though. Oh no, he tries tries to do like a like a really cool like slap slap pound it thing, and it <laughs> just
0: doesn't quite no. work out. Okay, I like it. And what's your name? What's your name? Uh, b- bowstring flick. Bowstring, it is so so great to meet you. I know for sure that you, only you, have something very special that can help Providence and me get the thing that we need. So we're just so excited to have you on board. What is it? Uh, well, um, what do I have? Let, let me say hello. Okay. Let me say hello to the to these other nice folks. Uh, hi. I I've heard about you, Prosh, right? Yeah. We've been we've been keeping an eye on you since you got here. Really? Yeah. Funny thing though, you hmm. This sounds bad, but two T arrived at the same time.
2: What are the chances?
0: And we 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 weren't sure who was the one that was gonna be able to help us out. So you're both here. Hmm. Can I have your name? And she gestures to uh, Harmony.
4: Uh, it's, it's Harmony. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm more than happy to help. I just don't know what you're asking of us.
0: Oh, well, let me tell you, it's so great to meet you all. And you guys are just going to be so perfect, perfect for this. Just little task that we need you to do. So what I'd like you to do is go into the desert and find an oasis and bring back a magical feather from the first magic and we can keep Halcyon Fountains going. And when you do that, Unbelievable Riches will be yours. What do you say? Like what
3: kind of riches?
0: I love my own show. Bird
2: quiet. What's the catch?
0: Well, here's the thing Either you agree to go and you do it and you bring back the magical feather of the first magic or um, you're going to have to stay here forever. Here below the Halcyon Fountains, I mean. So up to you.
2: In the lap of luxury, of course. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you say? It's just going to be a quick little overnight trip. You'll just have to head out into the desert, and when you get back, you can have... Well, gosh, I mean, I represent Providence, and we can basically make anything happen, so I guess, what would you like as a reward? I I want my own
3: show. I'd like to sing at the house. I'd like to sing. I'd like to
0: have, like, a tour. Like, I'd like to tour around and sing. Well hmm bowstring what if we could set up i mean i can't guarantee a tour but this is the premier vacation destination so what if you i could give you a, a residency here you could you could have a show for a month at one of our top clubs a way to like really hone your skills what do you think well yeah it sounds that sounds really good like yeah oh boy okay great harmony what would you like
4: what kind of ancient books do you have?
0: Oh boy. Well in my personal collection, hundreds, hundreds, mostly about the first magic. It's kind of kind of what we focus on here. It but
4: seems to be something that you're all about, yeah.
0: Yeah, we're really, really super into it. But I mean, there there is the the library as well and, you know, the private collection that's part of the library that Providence has, I mean, I'd ha- be happy to I couldn't really give you any of the books, but I could give you unlimited access to all of the books when you when you return.
4: And Harmony just kind of nods to herself like, hmm, that'll do.
0: And Prosh, what about you? What would you like?
2: Uh, now, out of character, Prosh has an ear for deceit, so I'd like to make an inside check on the promises that she has just made, if you don't mind
0: do it. <clears throat> uh, it's
2: 19 check. plus 2 is 21.
0: She's totally sincere.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,
0: People are so friendly. She's so friendly. It just seems she mm-hmm. I really like <laughs> her.
4: I really like I this, like, thought. timeshare salesman demeanor that she's got <laughs> no. going on. Yeah. <sighs> um,
2: I don't know if I need anything from you. I mean, aside from all your money. But, I mean, I could take that of my own accord. Um, okay, so we're getting a feather. It's never just as easy a run as to just go get a feather. What's waiting at the feather that you can't just go get it yourself?
0: Well... You know, to get the feather, some very special skills are needed. And I think the three of you definitely have the skills that you're going to need. I mean, mm. there might be a little bit of fighting to make it happen, but I definitely think that, that you guys can really, you, you can make it happen. I'm sure I have absolute faith in the three of you.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Prosh is thinking to herself and she says, all right. mm-hmm. I'll help you, but I don't need a gig or a book. I I need I need wealth. I need money, and you look like you have a lot of money.
0: Oh, we have all the money. I know. It's it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's
2: kind of why I came here.
0: I would love um you know a figure, or are you looking more for jewels or something specific? A nice tiara? What do you have your What do you have your eye on?
2: You know, I don't like to start these negotiations. Uh, You know, throwing out a number in and of my own, what what do you think my special skills, as you put them, are worth?
0: Well, I mean, I don't want to be a jerk, but you're definitely starting from not a position of power, because I'm definitely, you're going to have to go or you're going to have to stay here forever, but I would like it if we could all leave the room happy, so...
2: But hold on, if I don't go... My special skills don't get your feather.
0: Well, the funny thing that happened is that, um, the thing is we only need, need one of you to go. Mm. The special skills of any one of you could get me the feather that I need, but we've found in the past it's a little bit easier if there's a team of people working together and you two are just so cute. You just look so great. So So it's a
2: numbers game. Okay, it's, so yeah. a thousand platinum, half now, half when I get back.
0: Absolutely, that sounds great. Uh,
2: inside check <laughs> on carry that. Carry that with you. <laughs> inside check on that. Oh, I've got a room, don't I?
0: No, not yet. How long have I been in here? A room. Are we in a resort like, zone? Half an hour. Did, did we not
2: get a resort? Oh, I
0: guess. Okay, sorry. Sure, yes. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're, well, I guess I don't know. Do you have a room, or were you just at the cafe?
3: Bowstring does not have a room.
2: <laughs> Prosh would have got a room. Okay. Or if I don't have a room, I would. Lo- I could have a room as well. You know, because I'll be staying here for so very long. If we don't get this feather.
0: Room. Cell. Is that why
4: they thought Harmony had already checked into a room when she checked in? <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: Uh, did you did you roll insight on Sorry, your baby. on your thousand oh, platinum? It
2: was it was only a ten. It was. It a doesn't ten. matter.
0: It's you' She means it. Yeah. All right. She means it. So since you guys have agreed, um, what I'm going to do is, and you kind of feel this like coldness pass over you just very briefly, and. Um, she has cast a binding to you so that you are now required to, to, uh, well, she's going to know where you are all the time just to see how your progress is going on your trip.
4: Sounds like a real suicide squad situation. And, uh, what I
0: would love for you guys to do is take some time and get ready. It's, uh, you know, um, just about dinner time and you're going to need to head out at dark. So if you want to meet at the East City Gate at dark, that would be fantastic. And Prosh, when you head back to your room now, uh, either it will be there when you get there or we will be delivered those 500 platinum just as a little down payment. Lovely. Uh, so she leaves, and um, the uh, one of the Hamatulas comes and unlocks the door and and lets you go go back and do whatever you want to do for the next like couple hours until you till you head out. Guys, that was crazy. Yep. Yeah. So not You're sisters have to do anything. Oh my god.
4: <laughs> uh no no I've never I've never seen Prosh before.
2: No no.
3: Cool. No, I'm just like really into family and stuff cuz I like don't have any and whatever. So
2: mm, I can't see why.
3: Oh, it's cuz I'm not like other Kankus. I don't know if you've ever heard of a mm, Kenku, yeah, but not oh, many kind of, of them
2: kind of wishing you were like other Kankus right now. <laughs>
3: We sound like my mom.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's true. She wouldn't be able to say that.
3: Why are you being hurtful? He, he kind of storms off ahead, like walking ahead up and out of the tunnels.
2: So we can ditch the bird on the way then.
3: I can still hear you. I know. And then i mock you perfectly. So we can ditch the bird on the way in then.
4: And Harmony looks at Prosh and she says, well, Aronia says that we need to stick together.
2: Yeah, I I figure it's because that eventually along the way, one of us might die. So if she sends more than one, well,
4: yeah, I'm I'm not an idiot. Of course she's hedging her bets. She's
2: she's hedged her bets, and she's gonna, and she's gonna hope that it's the one that's gonna be singing in her
4: cafe. I don't know. That sounds like a <laughs> pretty not- sweet gig. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm only literally like twenty feet in front of you. <laughs> I turn around and I'm like, See, that's right. That's really hurtful considering you've never heard me sing. And maybe you never will, bitch.
4: And Harmony says, can can we
3: hear you sing? I don't feel like it right now.
2: Oh, sing for us, bird.
4: I'm sorry.
3: No. You hurt his feelings. He's not singing shit for you right now. Well, that's fair. That's okay, fine. well,
4: you, you let us know when you want to sing, Bowstring. I'd love to hear it.
0: Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you like, you can like, well, you can do whatever you want. You have a couple hours, but um, the next place I need you to be is at the city gate at dark. But let me know if you'd like to do something else. I'd
2: say Prosh would go have a, you know, go check and make sure that the money was there. Um, and then perhaps go have some food and a drink and then go uh, to the gates, but probably not try, try not to interact with anybody, especially the bird.
4: so far off to a great start with that relationship (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, Harmony's probably just gonna go to that library that she now has access to and hunker down for a couple hours
3: Um, Yeah. Bowstring just goes and eats.
2: You know what? Prosh goes and finds a dice game
4: (laughs) What kind of dice game?
0: (laughs) Okay you guys this is exactly what I've been waiting for Okay So I there's got five this. dice. One is blue. <laughs> one is... Blue. There's definitely gambling. So if Prash wanted to go gamble, no, no, that's definitely a thing that happens in the seedy underbelly of yeah. the Halcyon Fountains.
2: No, but. I'd say she'd probably just get ready and and fueled up for the road.
0: You guys meet at the city gate at dark? Yeah. Sure do. And, and um... Aronia meets you. She's like, oh, I'm so happy you guys are all here willingly. It works so much better that way. It's so great to see you. So here's what's going to happen. There's an oasis in the desert, and you'll see as soon as the moon comes up, you're going to see some lights, and they're going to lead you just in the right direction just follow those and then keep following those and as the sun starts to rise follow the sun and you can't miss it and when you get there what you're gonna need to do is find the feather imbued with the power of the first magic then you're gonna need get it back to me and remember i'm magically bound to each of you so i'm gonna know where you are the whole time and um good luck have a great time
2: so follow the lights get the feather don't deviate from the plan
0: you got
3: it if we don't come back in a couple days will you send out a search party
4: she knows where we are bird
0: (laughs) all right
4: and I just kind of pat, Bowstring on the shoulder.
0: Prosh, thank you for paying such good attention. <laughs> so, the, it's getting dark and the sun is setting and and you do start to see these, like, sort of glowing ethereal lights leading out into the desert. And, like, the Halcyon Founds are in the middle of nowhere, so this is not, like any naturally occurring phenomenon is a full moon rising and you see these twinkling lights heading off into the desert it's she's right it's pretty obvious the path you're supposed to follow what do you do
2: i go back to the gate and say do you have any horses
0: (laughs) Uh, she's already gone she's already gone the time for negotiating is past. I'm sorry.
3: Bowstring walks, walks off to follow the lights. Like a good little boy. Bird.
0: Bird boy. Yeah. White bird. <laughs> good little boy bird. Uh,
2: yeah. 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 Prosh is uh, lagging behind a little bit, but walking towards the lights as well.
4: Yep. And I'm happily in the middle.
0: Okay. Perfect. So. You guys, I mean, honestly, like, you just follow these lights for, like, kind of a long-ass time. Sorry, you're just walking, and you're going through the desert, and it's fine. Like, you have supplies, and you're kind of tired, but it's okay. And, and the sun starts to come up, and you realize that you've sort of gradually been walking, I guess, sort of uphill, because you're at the top of... Of certainly not a mountain, but you're looking down into a valley. And it's a long way away, but it looks like this this could be the thing you're looking for. The sun's directly behind it, and if you follow erroneous directions, seems like this is the way to keep going. So you start to descend toward the oasis. And when you're about a mile away Prash, you start to feel just like waves of energy coming from the oasis and it's not it's just you can feel it like the way if there's construction happening near you and they're using a jackhammer you can kind of feel those low level vibrations mm-hmm. like the core of your being. You start to feel that okay, when you're about a mile away.
2: You guys feeling anything?
0: Oh, I'm feeling my hammy starting
3: to tighten up.
4: How about you, honey? Uh, no, no, are, are you feeling something?
2: No, I'm fine.
0: Oh, fucking bowstring. Okay. <laughs> 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 so you keep going... And you're just it's a very gradual descent. It's it's not not anything crazy, but the sun is coming up and it's you know, you can kinda see those like heat lines radiating. And when you're about half a mile away, a massive wave of force just explodes out of the spring. And you guys all need to do a strength saving throw.
4: Oh, hitting up my good categories right away here, girl.
0: Come here
3: 14
4: uh, that's a 16 uh, that's a
3: four wow Ooh. you really didn't feel anything did you nope
0: <laughs> like, do I feel something I don't think I feel something uh, okay was that are you adding an amazing bonus to that?
2: Uh, strength? No, I'm a dex. I'm a dex based character, so. Okay. Yeah. I do
0: not think we have a strength based. <laughs> character. No. <laughs> okay. Well, so bowstring and harmony are fine. Um, Prosh though does get thrown backwards about twenty feet by this, and takes uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage. Oh
2: I'm I'm gonna Mama. use uncanny dodge and roll out of that and take half of that.
0: Okay so Perfect. four damage so four damage as well I mean I assume you kind of well I don't know what do you do you've been you've been uh, thrown back
2: yeah so I get, I get hit by this force and knocked back and kind of uh, hit harder than I would have liked to have hit but tuck and roll out of it and uh, stand up and say did you guys feel that
3: yeah you got some <laughs> sweet moves
2: Thanks.
4: And uh, I'm going to use my Eldritch Sight ability and cast a Tet magic without burning any spell slots because it's one of my skills.
0: Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I mean, you definitely like.
4: There's some magic going on. Fuck
0: out of some magic, but you also know um, that this magic is old and it is primal. All three of you are are compelled to share your first experience with magic. You feel compelled to share this information as you stand there or as you continue to walk closer, whichever it is you're doing.
4: What was my first experience with magic?
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, um guys, when I, was, uh, when I was at the College of Glamour, I was practicing my very first spell, which, which was vicious mockery, and, and I got it all wrong, and, and the, the slew of the most dirtiest words came out of my mouth for about an hour and a half, all projected at my professor.
4: <laughs> and I say, uh... Amy's
3: awkward first time.
4: When I When I first learned how to how to do anything magical, I realized I could change the color of my eyes and I kind of snap my fingers and I change my eyes from silver to black, just as an example and then I snap them again and I change them back.
2: When I was young and on the caravan, my father. Uh, went to make a deal and handed a man what the man thought was gold only to find out that it was stones given the illusion of gold.
3: Why did I tell you that? I'm glad we're bonding so much. (laughs) I I like this. I think we're going to be best buddies by the end of this crazy road trip.
4: Mm. And Harmony is just scribbling in her notebook furiously.
3: What are you writing?
4: Uh, that's that's for my patron to know.
3: And for me to find out? Like, what do you mean?
4: Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast.
3: Oh
0: <laughs> my god!
3: <laughs> you, you whore, synergy,
0: dude. Uh, so you guys, what do you do? Do you keep going?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I keep walking towards the exploding place, I
4: guess.
0: Yeah, bug. A little breeze doesn't scare me. Sounds
4: like a great plan.
0: Okay, well, you keep walking towards the oasis, and as you get closer, you realize, like, this is no ordinary oasis. The liquid in the pool is a deep, dark red, and it looks kind of thicker than water. Hey, Brosh, touch it. (laughs) It looks gruesome and and around the edges of it there are three large jagged stone columns sort of so you're approaching and then there's one kind of across from you and then one on on either side and at the base of these is just some like dried up dead disgusting looking vegetation like this is nothing like the halcyon fountains with all their like beautiful water parks and palm trees this is like A big old pool of blood surrounded by some dead vegetation.
2: Well, this looks promising.
4: Can I roll an arcana check to see if I can determine, like, what this might be? You can. That is a 15.
0: Still just telling you, like, old as fuck and elemental. Okay. So as you get a little bit closer, you see a stone dial sitting on a pedestal near the pool's edge and its face has four distinct lines on it. So think um, almost like um, a clock face or a sundial or something like it's just a it's just a big old dial, but with four four distinct kind of um, lines where if it was a clock, you know, like noon, three, six and nine, basically. What do you do? You guys think this is for?
2: Stand in the center of it, Bert.
0: <laughs> you stand in the center of it. Uh, Goat. Sorry to be clear. It is small. It is about oh, okay. <laughs> uh, eight inches. The columns oh, okay. are large. This is just on a pedestal, so it's yeah, about eight inches around.
4: Do the columns are the columns in like similar positioning to the edges of the sundial, like where the notches are? Uh,
0: Basically.
2: So, sorry, there are four notches, but three columns? Yes. Bird, go stand where the fourth notch is.
3: I'm not your... I'm not yours to boss around. I'm not here for you. Do I That's see it? It's <laughs> basically where the pedestal is. Wrong. Go
2: stand Please. on the pedestal. <laughs>
3: I look. I look at the face. Do I notice anything about it? Are there any
0: shadows hitting it? Uh, not, no, not really. Um, yeah, no, not really. Just looks like a dial. Uh,
2: while the while the bird is trying to determine if she's gonna, if he's gonna go stand on the uh, pedestal or not, I'm gonna look around for, I'm gonna investigate for any sort of trap of any sort. Okay. Uh, investigation. That's a nineteen. Looking for like any sign of like blow darts or fire things or wires. Wires.
0: Um, <laughs> sure, I know all the traps. <laughs> um, nope, no, no traps. It just looks like a dial on top of a pillar or a pedestal.
3: I, I pick up a small rock and that's at my foot and put it on the sundial.
0: Okay nothing happens. Well, I'm out of ideas.
2: I go over and I can I turn the dial? Like, does it look like it can be turned? Does it look like it can be turned, first of all?
0: It it sure does. Mm. So bird, you're going to need to do an athletics check if you want to turn. Bird, turn the dial. <laughs> I love that
4: you're volunteering for bowstring for everything
0: here. No, no I'm not Persu- going to do I'm gonna that. L-
2: I'm going to roll up persuasion. That's a twenty-two persuasion. So you roll against. Um, uh, it's,
0: it's strength. It's athletics. Yeah. No.
2: I'm I'm rolling against. I'm rolling against Bird to make sure Bird. Oh, does Oh, I it. see. So you would like roll. Um, if I'm persuading you, you want to know my insight. So you would roll insight against my persuasion. Basically, you can't get higher than twenty. So. So what? So your character is convinced that you should go
3: turn and the dial. <laughs> <laughs> This is fucking bullshit. So, this is fucking bullshit. I walk over and I just turn the dial like a little bit. But I have to make an athletics. Good. Yeah. It's a minus one. It's going to be good.
0: <laughs> well, good. It's 18. Great. So you turn the dial and it starts to turn. And it as it starts to turn, it's like tick, tick you know, going, going clockwise and the water, and by water, I, I mean, it really looks like blood, guys. It doesn't yep. look good. It starts to um, leave the pool and go up the columns. It starts to empty the pool, and the water starts to fill the columns that are near it. And that reveals um, on the other side a small door.
1: See? What good
2: do do? good job. Good job, bird.
3: Don't you patronize me, and I have a name!
4: I use my awakened mind ability to telepathically talk to Prosh, and I say, Be nice to
2: the bird. <laughs> Can I talk back to you, or is yep. this just... You know, I say, oh, Fuck no! <laughs>
4: <laughs> I write down in my notebook...
3: I'm telling Hmm.
4: Uh,
2: I begin to walk um, investigating as I go to make sure that I don't set off any sort of pressure plate or trap or anything that might attack me that's probably not gonna be good that's a nine yeah nine
0: uh okay Uh, you (laughs) scratch that Um, so you start walking do you guys go with her
3: yeah reluctantly I hang back a little bit though because if anyone's going to get shot by a dart I want to be able to see that it's her (laughs) why do our characters always hate each other they're completely opposites all the time I She's made my two character times. first.
2: You made a character that's a teenage prepubescent
3: bird. That's true. This, no one would like this.
0: No one would like this character.
3: <laughs> I like
0: it. Uh, so as you guys start to walk into the basin of the pool, blood sprays out the top of those three columns into just like a just a blood geyser and it all joins together. <clears throat> And combines into a large, vaguely creature-shaped creature.
2: What creature-shaped creature? Made of
0: blood. Excellent. Bloody creature. Are the worst. Loving it. Blood geyser monster. At the same time, all that was dry, desiccated, disgusting vegetation springs to life. And I'm going to need you to roll initiative.
2: Bird, this is your
3: fault.
0: Whatever, you stupid sheep!
3: I rolled a. <laughs> <six>. <laughs> I rolled. Uh. Nine. Nope. A six. Nope. An eight.
0: Uh, that was a real roller coaster there. It's
4: all up and down.
2: Nineteen for me.
4: Uh, fourteen for me, Carla.
0: Prosh was in the lead, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, those. those previously dead, but now very much alive vegetation um, are going to lash out and try to grab at you, so you need to make a deck save.
2: Uh, how many of them are there, or, or what are they doing? It's
0: just, it's just a just, mass. Just, one? just a mass of okay. plants trying to trying Plant to pull mass. you down.
2: Uh, deck save, you say? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a nineteen.
0: Okay, so you are fine, and it is your turn.
2: Okay, so what's the distance from me, and what else is around? Uh, um, oh, sorry, from uh, from the plant thing, and then the blood thing. Where? Where are we? Where are we <laughs> in relation to like the uh, door and stuff?
0: Yeah, okay, so the door is directly across from you, mm-hmm. um, kind of across from the basin, and that is a hundred feet. Oh,
2: okay, so we're a ways out there, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's quite a ways away, and the, the vegetation is just, like, all just creeping in towards you guys, so it's, like, basically everywhere at Great. your feet, um, and that blood creature is between you and the door.
2: okay. <laughs> And how far, because it lashed out at me, so it's got to be, like, pretty close to me by now, right?
0: Yeah, like, the vegetation basically sprung to life and okay. is just, like, living now. Okay. And is is sort of spreading towards you guys and is basically all over.
2: And how big is the blood monster?
0: It's large, so... So big, okay. So big, yeah.
2: I've named, I've, on my map I've named your blood monster BM so that's what
1: <laughs> I think of it that's what
3: you think of the yeah. blood monster the BM's like that, you should, you should really go see a doctor
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, or okay. okay, did you eat beets?
3: oh, also good question to ask good question, possible. Dr. Tom
0: okay.
3: he's a janitor, he's a doctor
2: <laughs> I can do it all I'm gonna stay where I am at the moment uh and fire an arrow at the blood monster and see what happens. Okay. Uh, So I use my short bow. That's 17.
0: Okay, that hits.
2: 10 piercing damage.
0: Okay. So it is resistant to piercing damage, so that's just Mm -hmm. half damage, yeah? Yeah. And what did you get, sorry? 10. Okay. Uh, So it'll take 5 damage from your arrow
2: and then if I were to try to move towards or around is there like a perimeter to the, the blood monster or is it like a, a an alley to the door
0: um, it's not necessarily an alley I mean the the plants are are um, you know coming to life but they are still True. just plants so I mean you can walk on them
2: Okay, so I'm going to use my movement and start to go towards the blood monster. Would you
3: call it a BM movement?
2: I'm going to use my BM movement and go full 30 feet, but not, like, directly towards it, but, like, outside of its zone of where I would get hit by it. And then I'm also going to use my cunning action to dash and get in behind it. Essentially, I can move 90 feet to get in behind this thing.
0: Okay. It is the blood monster's turn. So, it is going to attack Prosh. So, you need to make a strength saving throw. Okay. And then, like that, sneak around behind move.
2: So It's, it's going to sit on you. Get me. <laughs> uh, that's a, an 18.
0: Oh, damn. Okay. Nice roll. Jeez yeah, Lucky. no kidding. Yeah. Um, then you are pushed out of its space. So, unfortunately, you made it all the way across. Sounds like it was about 100 feet. So, you basically have made it almost to the door, but you've been pushed kind of out to the perimeter. So, away from the blood monster. Okay. But... Um, so you're on kind of the backside of the pool now, or what was the pool, the basin, right. the now empty basin of the pool. So you're on the door side. Okay. But yep. away from, away from that now. Perfect. Okay. Harmony.
4: Yes. I am going to, uh, go ahead and use my hex spell and cast right. it on the blood monster um, I'm, okay. I'm going to use it as a third-level spell slot because well, I only have two spell slots, so might as well go max for it. Uh, so what this spell does is I place a curse on a creature that I can see within range until the spell ends. I deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target whenever I hit it with an attack. Also, I choose one ability when I cast the spell, and that target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen ability.
0: Okay.
4: So I'm going to hex it and put a disadvantage on strength checks for it, since it tried to uh, have a little strength off with Prosh there.
0: And sorry, how long does the disadvantage last?
4: Um, since I cast it as a third level uh, spell slot, it can be up to eight hours long. Okay, So. <laughs> Great. Oh, and I should mention, I needed a Petrified Eye of Newt to cast this spell, so I reached in my <laughs> spell pouch and uh, took that little bad boy out of there.
0: Okay. Okay, uh, so you are going to deal me some necrotic damage, are
4: you? Uh, it's the next time I hit you, so that's it for my turn that time.
0: Love it. Bowstring? What you
3: got? <laughs> um, Okay. So, Bowstring is going to remove a, um, he has his loot case, which is made of leather, and there's a little clip, like a little pocket, snap pocket on the front, and he's going to take out a small piece of mica and his loot, and he is going to strum his loot with the mica, essentially shattering it as he casts Shatter on the stupid monster. (laughs) And so Stupid loud, monsters
4: need the most attention.
3: They do. Uh, a sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of my choice, which is the monster itself. Um, each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point, which I don't think is any one of us. But are there any plants that take damage from this thing? I don't know. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's some plants kind of around cool. the cool blood monster. Um, so... Uh,
3: the blood monster and those plants, I guess, have to make a constitution saving throw.
0: Okay.
4: Damn it, I should have picked Con.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, you didn't need to. That is an 11. Neat. I don't think that beats my... No. Okay,
3: so it is... 3d8 thunder damage. <clears throat> Ah, that's a two. That's a two. Come on, dice! I'm giving you a second shot here. And another two. two. Oh, oh,
2: consistent. Oh my
0: goodness. A lot. Now
2: pretend you rolled it with this one and see what happened. Four, four. Still already higher. A five. Yeah. So.
0: And a
3: five. Your
2: rainbow dice are pretty. Just put the mount a, them somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I should... <laughs> Just look at
4: them from
3: afar. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so six
3: yeah mm-hmm.
0: okay yeah uh, okay so the plants <clears throat> are going to uh, try to grab my friend harmony so you need to uh, make a deck save
4: Oh dokie come on good rolls as a
0: 14 you're fine then yay prosh.
4: I'm gonna
2: use a bonus action to uh, try and insightfully fight. Okay. So what I what I gotta do is I can make a Wisdom Insight check against the creature, um, and it must make it's contested by its Charisma or Deception. Okay. And if I succeed, I can use sneak attack against that target, even if I don't have advantage on the roll.
4: Russ, okay. I could have done Charisma. It could have had disadvantage.
0: It's a blood monster. It's not that charismatic. Well,
2: to be look, honest. I'm not cheating, Tom. I'm not <laughs> cheating. You don't know that. Uh, that's a that's a nineteen from my insight.
0: Okay. Which I roll against charisma.
2: Uh so yeah, you uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. sorry, let me double check. So I roll wisdom insight. Yeah, you can roll charisma if it has a deception. It probably doesn't, but yeah, just charisma.
0: Okay, so that's an eight.
2: So I can use Sneak Attack. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do that. Okay. So, uh, just to explain Sneak Attack, uh, beginning at first level, you know how to strike subtly and exploit a foe's distraction. Once per turn, I can deal an extra 1d6 damage to one creature I hit with an attack. If I have advantage, I don't need advantage now. Uh, The amount of the extra dice increases as you gain levels as shown in the Sneak Attack I'm level 5, so 3d6 extra damage. So I'm going to run up to it, and I'm going to use my rapier. Okay. And I'm going to slice at it.
3: Is a rapier okay. considered a finesse it weapon? It is
2: a finesse Ooh. weapon. And that is a 23 against its AC. That's a hit. And then I get 1d8 plus 3d6 plus 4. So that's 27
3: and what was the lowest one you rolled? Was uh, it with my it was, dice? It was a
2: three with your rainbow dice.
3: Don't use the rainbow <laughs> dice. Uh,
2: I rolled I rolled max on everything except your rainbow dice. Uh, so yeah, 27 piercing damage. And then I'm going to use my... Oh, I can't use another bonus attack. Okay, so I'm in melee right now, but...
0: Okay. Uh, so the blood monster... Is it looking bloodied? No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have only hit it twice. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. So, I need Bowstring and Harmony to make a strength saving throw. Oh, no.
2: (laughs) So, sorry, it's attacking them? Is it trying to move away from me?
0: It doesn't have to move away. Okay. Fair enough. It it can move like blood and just... Alright. Yeah.
1: Seems
4: fair. So, is it like a direct competition with this thing? Like, is it rolling against us or are we just rolling against... Like, damn. Oh, that's we just funny.
0: rolling. Okay. I'm yeah. um, getting hit with a wave of blood. I
3: crit failed. I also Ooh. have I also have a negative 1 for strength saving
0: throw so, so I literally got, got a, a zero. 0. I did. <laughs> okay. I got a Bird, zero, watch guys. out. Uh,
4: I rolled a 16.
0: Okay, so <laughs> Harmony is fine.
2: It oh, no, probably doesn't have anything for a 0, so pr- nothing probably happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Oh gosh! Okay, let me.
2: This is where Bowstring
0: died. This Quick, is... Sing your songs. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, let me let me look. Let me let me see. What
2: you can that. sing them post
4: post. Was more. it was it a rainbow?
3: No, it was oh. my other ones. <sighs>
0: uh, no, it's okay. So you take thirteen bludgeoning damage. Oh. Harmony, you are up.
4: Okay. Um, I am going to cast my Eldritch Blast uh, cantrip at this Mm -hmm. hideous blood monster. Mm -hmm. Um, And since I am a level five, I can make two of these bad boys and send them its way. Uh, So I do. Let me just double check here. Okay. Spell attack bonus. So first one, I will go with a 14
0: you got me.
4: Uh, second one is a 19, so that should be yep. all right. Um, yep. So I also have a cool feature with this spell is when I use it, I also get to add my charisma modifier as a damage bonus to it. Okay. So it's a 1d10 plus 3, so I will roll those. Uh, so 7 on the first one, and ooh, 12 on the second one. So 19 in total. Okay. Oh, and I guess technically i get to add the necrotic damage from my previous spell yeah excellent all right one more d6 coming at you uh five
0: okie dokie bowstring it is your turn Uh, i'm gonna cast
3: blade ward on myself so i extend my hand and i trace a sigil of warding in the air looks a bit like a dick but I did it real fast, you're not sure?
4: <laughs> well, you are a teenager, so that makes sense.
3: That's, that seems fair. Until the end of my next turn, I have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapon attacks. Uh, and yeah, I want to get the fuck out of there. I'm going to move.
0: Okay, just like retreat out of the basin?
3: Um, yeah, but to like kind of to the side, because I do want to get nearer to that door. Okay. So I do that.
0: Sounds good those plants are going to uh, go for harmony again.
4: Okay. And it was uh, dex? Yes. That is 18.
0: Okay, so you're fine. Prosh?
2: Uh, so when the blood monster moved to hit them, <laughs> is it still within range of me, or did it like, push and then move over there?
0: Uh, I mean, it did move over there, but it's Still. Pretty nebulous and large, so sure. it, it can okay. cover quite a bit yeah. of area. So I'd say range. the mass of it now is is kind of over there, but okay. I mean it's certainly still within range of you. Yeah.
2: Okay, so I will move up to it and again uh, use my rapier to sneak attack. How do how are the plants like the plants keep trying to attack things? But do they look like I sh- they should be taken care of, or is this blood monster more more good but on should this? Should
3: we get like a weed whacker like, in like, here? Like are
2: these like? things like coming up on people now or is it still just like kind of creeping forward slowly know,
0: harmony doesn't seem to have a problem with <laughs> uh, let's say they're they, I mean they're covering the basin but right. they're just like
3: a
2: hindrance around. less yes. than yeah. okay uh, yeah, yeah then I'm gonna again sneak attack rapier uh, the blood monster uh it's twenty-five. Mm,
0: that'll do it.
2: So again a D eight and three D six 21 piercing damage and I'm going to use my uh, cunning action to disengage and move away from the blood monster so disengage uh, doesn't provoke opportunity attacks with my movement.
0: Yeah, good job. Run away like I did. Copycat. I'm not
2: running away. I'm just Uh back.
0: The blood monster still looks like a fucking giant blob of blood.
2: Sweet. Uh, That's all.
0: So the blood monster is going to go for harmony. So you need to do a strength saving throw again.
4: Okay. Uh, Eleven.
0: You need to take thirteen bludgeoning damage. Oh boy. Damn.
4: Should have blade-ordered myself like Amy did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Harmony, it's your turn now.
4: Okay. Well, I might as well just try and uh, nuke it again with two of those Eldritch Blasts, because that's really my best option. Uh, So the first one is like a 26? No, 24. So that should do the job.
0: Still? Second one
4: is a 20, but not critical.
0: Still will do it. Okay.
4: All right. So first one, only five damage second one, nine damage, so fourteen in total. Oh, and the extra d6? oh, Only a one. Fifteen in total. Okay.
0: Bowstring? Bowstring's
3: feeling a little useless here, um, and none of his things are landing, and he really wants to prove himself, like, he wants to be helpful. <laughs> and he's seeing, like, these kick-ass tiefling chicks just like, ripping into this blood monster whatever they're doing
4: hurling bolts of energy at it (laughs)
3: um so he is going to he is going to try to help by uh he saw that harmony just took a big hit and since he's kind of out of the line of fire at this moment he's gonna sing her a song to help her regain some hit points or some health life yeah okay now i'm sending you some healing through the fight and the hate and i'm hoping you'll get better and maybe reciprocate beat these guys with your spells go ahead give them hell and i cure wounds for 1d8 plus five
4: he's got the fucking voice of an angel it was
3: beautiful that was lovely. 1d8 eight plus five. Oh, it was an eight plus five. get Thirteen damage back. It's like it never happened. He's super proud of himself. It's like it never happened. Yay! And he's like, "Give him hell, Harmony." Oh,
4: this bird is the goddamn best, y'all.
3: Give him hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. I at least got one of my songs that, that I'm good. happy now. I'm like, oh yeah, you did. This isn't gonna that happen.
0: Awesome. That was so great. Beauty loved it. Uh, the plants not as charmed, unfortunately. So what? they are plants. Going, usually love it when you sing to they them. They're going to go for Prosh. So deck save.
2: Uh huh. That's a nat twenty plus seven. Twenty seven.
0: Okay. So you like do some fucking sick flips out of the way, like nothing.
2: I just, I jump up and it's like, woo, woo, and you know, vines are just throwing all over the place, but I'm hipping and hopping and hipping it, and hipping it, and then I got the disengage, So that doesn't fucking matter with the blood monster. So I'm like, yeah. I'm already at the door.
0: Loving it.
3: <laughs> I'm jiggling the handle. Yeah.
4: Brosh has left the building. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Bye. No, are no. you at the door? No, I'm not. It's at the gonna
3: door. be locked like Bow on the go, and you're gonna have to try to catch the key, and it's yeah, just gonna no. be big.
2: Uh, no, I'm not at the door. I don't actually get any movement from that, but
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Of course, but it is your turn now.
2: Okay, I think so at 20. Uh, after I def, I just kind of like move to the side, and the plants like,
3: Ugh. um,
2: yeah. that is what plants do. Sorry,
3: what are the plants like? Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, But I look to the bird and I'm like Shit Because you sang very well Oh,
3: thank you He tips his hat
2: Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to sneak attack the the blood monster again
0: Okay
2: 19 plus 7, 26 Yep. Yep, that'll do it Two, four, eight. Who do
4: we appreciate? Uh,
2: 14, 18. 18 piercing damage.
0: I would like you to tell me oh, yeah. how you destroy this <laughs> large creature made of blood.
2: So, after, like, kind of shrugging off the bird and how he can actually sing, and it's like, all right, good. I, uh, I leap up into the air and drive my rapier into the blood monster, which lets out a blood... Gurgling scream. like, <laughs> and it just splashes out into blood that evaporates immediately, so we don't have to deal with this again.
3: It's weird. Everything <laughs> has this like slippery
0: spell on it, and like
3: yeah. everything's real slick, like it has saran wrap on it.
0: Uh, as you destroy the blood monster, you're right. the The blood disappears, and the plants are dead again. They're just just a bunch of dead plants. And that door across the way swings open.
3: Hey, good job, Prosh! You did it. I run toward the door.
2: I whisper, so nobody can hear. Yeah, good job, Bird.
4: Big grudgingly. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> so the door is open. Hey, you guys, would it be okay if we just,
3: just like, took a beat for a second here, like before we enter that door of uncertain death? Like, There's I'm There's a feather of pure good.
2: magic beyond that door. That's all that's over there.
3: You don't know that.
2: Fine, take don't a know rest.
3: shit. <laughs> okay, I have a short rest song. That's right. I'm just getting them all in. I'm a bard for a day. Do it. Okay. And what do we all get? We get...
2: We, You get an extra... Um,
3: you get an extra 1d6 hit point. On
4: top of the hit dice rolled. Yes. Well, you already healed me up completely, so I'm good, but this is all for you. Oh, did I actually? Yeah. I can get something Okay,
3: you can get something Okay. There's this place that we're going to, and I can't believe all the shit we've been through, but we came out okay. And I think that it's time that we sat down and rest while I bust out a rhyme. Good folks and sad blokes will heal faster with this song. I don't want to brag, but I am rarely wrong. And you can like get your hit points and shit.
0: <laughs> no, oh. That I is got a 5. So
3: beautiful. And look, I got a 5. There's oh, magic. rainbow 5. Yay. That's like a rainbow 10 really. Five. It, sh- it should be considered considering how much it fucks me over. I got I got 4 generally. back. But, and plus you
2: get your hit dice. Let's go through this door.
0: All right, I'm so ready for uh, this. Yeah,
2: but as I go... So the, oh. the
0: door has swung open. Okay,
2: as I go through the door, I'm just going to make an investigation check <laughs> as I go through the door. Okay. Uh, Oh, that's not good. <laughs> Ten.
0: Are you just standing in the doorway looking in? Yeah. Or have you gone in? No, I've gone oh, in. Standing looking I'm in? I'm going in. Okay. Okay. So, you walk in. Are you guys Cautiously. going in, too? Oh, yeah. No? oh yeah oh yeah I'm answering you in my character voice I'm glad I've missed hearing it for the last little while Mm -hmm. I love it so much Um, so you walk into this room and it is inky dark Um, Bowstring can you do you have dark vision I don't I think, I could find, find that anywhere. probably do. I, I thought do. I would have, but...
2: Uh, I definitely do. Okay. Uh, yes. I can look it up if you want to. Oh, right, because that yes. probably determines if things happen. I mean, you're a bird. Um,
0: I mean, yeah, one of bir- your if I'm, friends I'm not an that owl, control fire could probably just, like, light shit up in there. I
3: don't know if any of them have, Mine's like, a hand of I, of
2: Well, I could thaumaturgy, but...
3: Oh, I could probably do something because I have have, I also have
2: have, you have spells.
3: (laughs) I know I do. Um no, I don't
0: have a fire spell. Okay. Let let me set the scene for you. So you you walk into this room and it's almost like well, honestly, it's kind of like walking into um like a, a booth or if you've ever been um scuba diving, where it it's dark and it's inky dark, but it also like sound doesn't travel. So it's it's weirdly eerily quiet and even if you like went <clears throat> it would just like die. There's no echo, there's nothing. And it's really kind of stale and seems like probably no one's been in here in a pretty long time. And I mean the two of the two of you like you two tieflings, you can basically see like your vision is um you're used to dark vision just you can see in the dark right and this is still like it is very darkly in shadow but you can you can kind of see a little bit um and what you guys see as you walk in is you're basically like in a triangular chamber with the point of the triangle being directly ahead of you and then you know the the wide corner bits coming out to the side if that makes sense like an arrowhead and you're standing like on the
2: so we're walking shaft, the shaft yep. of
0: the arrow huh. basically exactly guys someone hold my hand You can see that there's another door. It's about 50 feet away. And on either side, you know, again, if you follow the shaft to the door. (laughs) Why does everything always sound so sexual? Because it is. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, there are two stone columns kind of on either side of that. And you also see a large, golden, slightly glowing suit of armor what appears to be a suit of armor in the shape of a minotaur holding a great axe and as you walk in a few feet this minotaur animates and stands up and glows and fills the room with this sort of like kind of angelic honestly like glowing light and you can see that yeah I mean this thing is beautiful it is it's covered with jewels and in the center of the minotaur's chest is a huge ruby like fist size in the shape of a heart I've seen Aladdin you're not supposed to touch that (laughs) (laughs) and um you yeah so it sort of animates And stands up. You hear a voice say, Who dares enter the chamber of first magic? And you need to roll initiative. Don't even have to answer. Oh, jeez! It was
4: a rhetorical question. We've entered the cave of wonders.
0: Eight, yes. Who dare to serve my uh,
4: staff? Someone
0: say eight there? Okay. 12. I got a 17. Amy, did you say eight? I sure did. did I dream that. Okay. No, same you as last it. time.
3: Dream- you're dreaming really mediocre shit for me there, Carla. <laughs> 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 Couldn't have, dream- could have dreamt me a 17 or something. <laughs>
0: okay. Prosh, you are up first.
2: All right. So, sorry, Minotaur. And did you say there was a door? Or did I just There's choose a to door. hear the door? Yeah, yeah.
0: like, directly yeah. ahead of you, about 50 feet ahead of you, is is a door. And
2: nothing else seemingly in the room, just smooth mm. walls? Two
0: columns on, on either side of right. you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. one on each side of you, and you don't see anything else in okay. the room.
2: Uh, and the Minotaur hasn't attacked yet? Like, it, does it look like it's moving to attack, or is it just kind of, like, standing there?
0: It has stood up and approached and is is holding its it, big old axe and has questioned you, but okay.
2: um,
0: it has not uh, like swung at you or anything yet.
2: I will say, dear dear friend, we come only in peace and to find the answers that lie beyond your doors. <laughs>
0: And but you're not trying to like cast a spell to convince me of this. No, you're I'm just, just talking. I'm me. just talking to you. Okay. This is the Chamber of First Magic, and you are not welcome here.
2: But my 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 dear grandmother, who was the great grandmother of the Second Magics, um, <laughs> she sent us <laughs> deception roll. Uh, uh much higher than what it probably needs to be that's a 23 deception so okay
0: <laughs> okay well i guess i'm listening to this tale of your grandmother if that's your i mean you uh, can
2: contest it with an insight if you want
0: uh okay, but insight so. is wisdom insight is wisdom okay Uh, well, no, I mean, that's an eight, so Minotaur is interested in this tale.
2: And my grandmother, she sent us, she sent us to find, have you heard of the the feather, the first magic feather?
0: I am the protector of the first magic, I know of the feather.
2: So, can you tell me the deal about this feather? Like, is it all it's cracked up to be, or is it just like (laughs) a tickle fight thing? God, please, clearly the second
0: go option uh, <laughs> the feather is of the first magic the feather will always be powerful and never ending okay
2: so I'm going to need that and I am going to use my bonus action to uh, insightfully, uh, insightfully fight again so I make an insight check which is... I, just, I keep looking this up, but I keep forgetting what it is. Uh, plus two, so that's a 15. And you get to contest it with your with uh, charisma deception. No. Yes. Charisma yep. deception. Yep.
0: Uh, sorry. And what did you roll?
2: Uh, 15.
0: Kate, Well, I got a 10.
2: So I'm going to sneak attack. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's a crit fail. so I run up to you and I after all this talk like hug it out (laughs) trip and fall at your feet
4: Russ why did you let Amy roll for you
3: (laughs) (laughs) did you see my middle finger
4: I (laughs) sure did
3: I put it up strong
4: I don't Uh, know what kind of nail art you got going on but it looked good
3: oh thank you yeah it's uh, it's got some jewels on there
2: I have tripped and fallen
3: it's a really
0: flashy bird.
3: Yep. Then I flipped you.
0: Uh, Harmony, what are you going to do?
3: Uh, since
4: that big guy has a a big old axe on him, I am going to cast Blade Ward on myself. So I also uh, put a hand in front of myself and make a warding sigil in the air that does not look like a penis. And I cast a ward upon myself,
0: and that's like bludgeoning, slashing, all the classics.
4: Bludgeoning, piercing, slashing—yes, necrotic damage coming your way. I mean, if that acts as necrotic damage, I think we're all fucked. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, Prosh is tripped prone, and prone uh, straight up prone. It's, it's, that's good for Prosh because a couple of fireballs are going to shoot out one at Bowstring, and one at Harmony. Dang, yo. Uh, So that is a 14. I mean, I assume Harmony is probably down with fire, but...
4: Uh, I am resistant to fire damage, so I'll take half of whatever you throw at me.
3: Okay. And um, (laughs) Bowstring says,
0: Oh! (laughs) 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 Okay. Bowstring, you'll take six damage, but you will only take three Harmony and those fireballs one shot out each from those columns on the side. Okay, Hmm. okay, bowstring
3: is your turn. Um, okay, you guys get to hear me sing again, it's my last song. Nice because I'm going to try to use mantle of inspiration. So, it says, as a bonus action, you could expend one use of your bardic inspiration to grant yourself a wondrous appearance. So, I am going to, like, and I'm not, I don't get anything from that, except I look, like, super cool, I think. So, like, he is creative for a kanku, but, I mean, he's still a kanku, and he's still fighting all his, like, his races curses so what he does is he just makes himself a little bit bigger and makes his makes his wings and and his feathers gold instead of black and gives himself like this really awesome like poofy hair thing going on but it doesn't quite work because he still has a hat on so it's just kind of like everywhere and he thinks he looks like hot shit So That's all that matters. Confidence is
0: key.
3: Yes. When I do so, I choose a number of creatures I can see, and that can see me, within 60 feet, up to a number equal to my charisma modifier. So my charisma modifier is two, so I obviously choose my two Teefling Gal Pals. And... um,
2: Oh, you don't even want the bad guy to see you as bigger? No. No. Okay.
3: Because each of them gains eight temporary hit points. And when you gain these temporary hit points, you can immediately use its reaction to move up to its speed without provoking opportunity attacks. So you guys, so I'm going to sing a song and then you're going to get eight. Temporary hit points and you can, I'm very, I'm a little bit confused about immediately uses its reaction to move up to its speed, you can, but you guys are both dams and I just assume you guys will know what that means.
2: Yeah, it means we can just immediately, like as soon as you do it, we okay. can choose to move away from whatever is happening.
0: Nice, okay.
4: So like Russ, who currently fell on the floor, this is very helpful. Cool.
0: <laughs> yes. Good, he can get
3: up. Okay, here's yeah. my song to make it happen oh man i'm bleeding and hurting such a crummy thing when it hurts and it stings while the evil being keeps on coming and he's not stopping so here take some inspiration it ain't nothing and when it's done you will get eight more points in your bones and your joints and you will not disappoint
0: I love these That's songs. Singing
3: awesome. sing like an angel. <laughs> well, I love it, makes up for, it makes up for his completely cracky voice. It's a nice juxtaposition. It's like, you don't expect that sound to come out of a bird that no. looks and sounds like that. But damn, people and birds can surprise you. That's the moral of
0: the story. Birds can surprise you, folks.
4: I, that's what I've learned today.
0: Mm-hmm. That is an important moral that is really going to affect my day to day. I hope it does.
2: Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to stand up, which only takes five feet of my movement. Face the Minotaur.
3: And that wasn't my turn. That was technically about it. using
2: my
4: immediate action. Oh, I don't no, know, if I know. He yeah. wants to use his immediate action. Uh, I don't really have anywhere to go, so I guess I'll just stay there.
3: I'm tracing my sigil.
4: Blade warded up.
3: Yep, Blade or You guys
2: are standing like, there's fireballs flying at you, but no, we can't get hit
4: by blades. (laughs) Well, if that big fucker with the axe comes after us, I think it's going to be a good thing.
3: I don't have another plan at the moment, so.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay, so that big guy with the axe is not totally pleased with Prosh after (laughs) his... Tale of Grandmothers. Like, the Minotaur got really sucked into I mean, that.
2: you still probably believe it, but I'm still going to knock you down.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, the Minotaur is going to charge you. So How much? So, you need to... <laughs> want.
1: Cash or credit. You
0: need to make a <laughs> strength-saving throw. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mom, big money, big money, big money. No, it was almost an eighteen, but it's a three. Less than eighteen, so
0: close. Eighteen and three. Okay, okay. Uh, sorry, I missed the first part of this thing, which is this, which is an eighteen. Does that hit you? Yeah, eighteen hit series. Okay, so you are going to take thirteen piercing damage. Ooh. And you are also knocked prone. Again. Well, I'm, go- oh. I'm,
2: I'm going to use uncanny dodge to half that, okay. so I'll get okay. seven, six, seven. Take your
3: temporary hit points.
2: Yeah, no, I know.
0: Yeah.
4: Is it seven or six? Uh, okay. technically, it would be six
0: because you half and it then round down. Damage, sure. yeah. right? Hey. That's. We all seem to be on the same I'm, page with it. So, rule yeah. rules. rules. Sure. Those are our rules. Well um, Agree. And
2: then, yeah, I'm knock prone again.
0: first what are you doing on the floor? Having a nap. Damn it, girl. After that happens, the the minotaur approaches you, and and lays a hand on you.
2: I say, lays down on. It feels
0: me. cold. This is a cold feeling hand, and that's a 17. Does that hit you? Yeah. So it it. Touches you and it feels cold and weird and it it gives you uh, eight necrotic damage mm. as well.
2: Mm, I don't like that, and it's going to pay for it <laughs> with its hide and that ruby.
0: Uh, it is your turn, Prosh.
2: Uh, okay. So it just like touched me and then removed. It. It's not like trying to pin me or anything. Okay. Nope. Um, nope, yeah. it
0: just touched you. <laughs> like this one, one finger. finger. So Just a little dead touch. A little dead touch. Little, little no.
2: touch. Oh, dead touch there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stand up, which only takes five feet of my movement. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to sneak attack it. Because it, okay. I just jump up and I'm like, dude, don't do that. Oh, fuck.
3: Ugh. Oh. It's okay, honey. It's okay. It's
2: only a ten. It's I understand.
0: A 10. Why does this happen in our bonus games? Where like just the rolls are the. I mean, worst?
2: I started really strong. That was my. Problem. No, it's true.
0: Actually, their
3: rolls have been really good at, like yeah. the saving throws so and everything. Does been, 10 it's hit? My rolls. My rolls.
0: Ten does not. Okay. Hit then the giant Minotaur suit of armor. What I do? <laughs> okay. Uh.
2: I'm going to use my bonus as cunning action and right. disengage and move away
0: okay i love it 25 Harmony, you're feet. just chilling just chilling you're just you're just chilling what are you gonna do
4: um how far away did crosh move like is she like behind me now am i the front line what's happening
2: oh, I'm, I'm moving towards the door
4: oh okay so the other way yeah okay um in that case I am going to use my uh, Eldritch Blast yet again and yeah, hurl it. some some bolts of energy towards this bad boy, Minotaur armor. Sweet. Uh, so the first one is a 17. Yep,
0: yeah, that'll hit.
4: And uh, ooh, the second one's a 10, so that's not so good.
0: That will not hit.
4: Okay. So 1d10 3, that is an
0: 11. Sweet those columns are going to going to fire some uh, fire nailed it <laughs> at you guys nice uh, so that is going to go again for harmony and bow string so that is a 13 yep that'll hit oh yeah 13 hits me so you're each going to take one damage so, uh, half, of is fire, still one. so <laughs> half of one, so half of one, damage. Okay, from that.
4: How long do uh, temporary those... hit points stick around for?
3: Um, quite a while. Okay, Good enough for me. Yeah, yeah. Through the ramp,
2: at very least, through the through the encounter. Yes.
3: It. Yes. I've read a lot of. Like, there's a big argument about mantle of inspiration, apparently but um God, your were time you, like our
0: message boards researching this character Let's a get little into bit. It. girl <laughs> well it's it's it
3: doesn't you know it's really vague i can transform myself into a wonder, wondrous appearance am i like am i as big as i think i am is it just an illusion well,
2: just, if i think it's right. an illusion
3: if i'm well then it should say illusion but then
2: or it just like gives you a wondrous appearance
3: yeah i don't know yeah maybe maybe I just look real awesome yeah. like you guys just look at me and like
0: well he's like not the... as ugly as I wow. thought he was uh,
2: it goes from not did your hair this morning to did your hair mm. this morning mm. still yeah. with
0: the hat on though. Yeah. yeah okay yeah absolutely okay uh, well it's your turn bowstring oh okay I'm going
3: to cast well first I'm going to give bardic inspiration to Prosh.
2: you got a song for that
3: I don't Come up with a song. Oh, God. Oh, come up with a song? Okay, hold on a sec. For Bardic Inspiration. So I see that you didn't do a very good job rolling next. Maybe next time you will do much better than you've done throughout the rest. Here, have a 1d6. It might help you in the future. Maybe next time you will do much better than just make sure you don't use my rainbow dice. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
4: That's good. That's really the moral of the story here today.
3: Wow. Is that rainbow dice is <laughs> shit and don't use it's it. the curse of the rainbow no, dice. Absolutely no offense to tabletop loot. Like, that's... I don't know. Oh, they're beautiful. They're gorgeous, but they... What's so our, what's our promo
4: code for 10% off? Uh, Dumb dragon. Dumb Dragon. Dragon. dragon.
2: There's Tabletop, the only one. Tabletoploot.com. Table to plute.
3: Tabletoploot.com. All right,
2: anyways, thank you.
3: <laughs> thank you, <laughs> and not at all bashing these wonderful dice. I'm going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter.
4: Yes yes you are so
3: I am going to choose Mr. Minotaur in front of me and he needs uh, he will perceive everything as hilariously funny and fall into fits of laughter if the spell succeeds so uh, he must do a wisdom saving throw or fall prone become incapacitated unable to stand up for the duration and laugh hysterically I love it Uh, Kate uh, is a fifteen. A fifteen. Oh. What is it against my Your spell, spell safe?
2: save? DC.
3: Are you sure? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
2: This is a spell.
3: Ah, uh, fine.
2: So. Yeah. Oh, boo! Minotaur wins.
3: Damn, that would have been. It was great a good though.
4: try though. That spell's super cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wanted it to work. The Minotaur armor is going to try to attack Harmony with the great axe. Ooh. That is a 23. <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: Did you blade uh, ward again? No, I was hitting it with spells instead. Yeah.
0: Damn. Uh so that is going to be uh plus 4 8 damage. Okay. And it is Prosh's turn.
4: I am out of temporary hit points.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you more until after short rest, Sorry,
3: buddy.
2: Uh Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to attack the Minotaur, and I'm going to use... I wish you would. I'm going to sneak attack it. I wish I would, too. I've been trying very hard.
3: <laughs> Bardic Inspiration. Oh,
2: Jesus. yeah, I know, but shit. So that's uh, 14 plus. I'm going to use Bardic Inspiration. It's 15. Mm.
0: 15 hits. Oh, yay! yay! Oh, 15 hits. Oh, good. Yay. Okay.
2: 1d8 plus 4 3d6. Plus Here we go. Here we
0: go. Yeah, that's a lot of dice, That's a lot of dice. I like it. 9, 14,
2: 17, 21 piercing damage with my rapier.
0: Yeah,
3: boy girl. Nice. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Get it, girl. Get a girl. girl. Ooh. Uh and I
2: love then it. I too will uh, use my bonus action to disengage and uh, remove myself from immediate threat.
0: Harmony? What do you got going on?
4: Uh I am going to um throw more shade energy blasts. <laughs> I'm gonna throw more shade. What's the name at Harmony. No, she's Shit.
3: throwing shade.
4: Be like, man, when was the last time you got polished, son?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tarnished right, motherfucker. Uh,
4: first one's a sixteen and whew, second one's a ten, so that's not gonna
0: work. Okay. Okay. Like the second one was a 10 last time, I think it
4: was, too. That's weird. Ooh, 10 damage, plus 3, 13.
0: Okay.
4: Makes up for the shitty second roll.
0: Those columns, shooting, hot, fire... At uh, harmony and proj. No, nice
2: oh, I should have used my hellish rebuke when the thing hit me. Yeah. god, can you damn. do it now? Can
3: you no, do it now? No, that was
2: a long time ago, that was like two rounds. <laughs> You're
3: ago. getting hit by fireballs right I'm now. I'm not gonna
2: hellish rebuke a column.
0: Take that, you stony. <laughs>
3: motherfucker.
2: Uh, Boo. uh,
0: so that is uh, 17.
2: Oh, 17 doesn't hit. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> no it. one's believing you, Russ.
0: Uh, so you each take three fire damage. So I guess you each take one fire damage. Oh
4: yeah. Well, I take one. I don't know about Russ. I'm a tiefling assume, too, dude. Yeah, tieflings <laughs> are oh, all yes, fire. I'm right. right. a <laughs> <Tiefling laughs> too. <laughs> I forgot oh, already.
0: Tiefling too. <laughs> Russ. i also infernal. I was Lanzador. a tiefling
4: first. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, Bowstring, it is your turn. Okay, so
3: Bowstring. Um, Bowstring. Bowstring. Uh he's did I say it like that? That's awkward. Bowstring says Ladies, close your eyes.
4: I close my eyes. And then I also close my eyes.
3: And then it produces a glowing stick of incense and creates a twisting pattern of color in the air that weaves through inside a thirty foot cube in front of the minotaur. And um, the pattern appears for a moment and vanishes. And each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom saving
0: throw. Okay. Uh, Minotaur gets a 19. Damn, it's Minotaur. Other creature gets an 11.
3: Other creature. Well, what the fuck, for one. Also, other creature becomes charmed for the duration. And while charmed by the spell, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. The spell will end for an affected creature if it takes any damage or if someone else uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor. Hey, guys, I did something. You oh, can open you, your eyes okay, now. Well,
2: you don't know that you did something. No, though, I didn't. Because we still don't know that that creature No, no, but that's me saying. Yeah. I
3: didn't say it in my right. cracky voice.
2: Oh. Yeah, Perry. I have
3: a yeah. very distinct character voice. It was
2: very close.
3: <laughs> it- creature cannot move. Yes? Cannot move. Nope. It's incapacitated. Okay. So does that mean it can okay. it can hurt us? The it's creature's incapac- incapacitated? No, it means it's no, incapacitated. So it's frozen, it can't move. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. So okay. let it go.
3: Uh, and if we
2: were to find it, we would have advantage on
3: that. If we were if we were to find it. Well we don't know that it's I didn't there. even know it's there. Okay. Guys, it didn't work. Open your eyes.
4: Damn it, bird! It was a good try.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Harm. You're my favorite. The Minotaur does nothing. Prosh, it's your turn.
2: The Minotaur does nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh...
3: <gasps> There's something controlling the Minotaur, and I've incapacitated it.
1: I'm uh, the hero.
2: Okay, so <laughs> I see. I see that the Minotaur does nothing, so I'm going to use uh, eye for detail, and check to spot a hidden creature or object uh, using a perception check, or... Yeah, so I gotta make a perception check. That's a minus one. Hopefully we roll high! Ten.
0: You remember that the Minotaur touched you and it felt cold and it dealt necrotic damage to you.
1: Uh
0: When you focus on that suit of armor, you can see that in addition to the golden glow of this beautiful, just spectacularly Mm -hmm. beautiful, bejeweled armor, there's also sort of a cool light emanating within that warm golden light as well
3: okay you're stumping him and i love it carla <laughs> It's cool. oh i love it so is your turn over can you think on um, that while other people do things
2: i'm gonna ready an action i'm gonna ready my sneak attack if it starts to move again um okay. i'm going to attack it
0: okay
4: yeah Harmony jeez I don't know what I should do if it's not like trying to hurt us
2: go try the door
3: I Can't I was thinking, I was like why is anyone going for the fucking door well,
4: if I go <laughs> it's too- probably locked the other one swung open after we yeah. defeated the thing uh, how far away is the door
0: uh, well it was 50 feet across the room but you have been engaged in combat now with the suit of armor so probably like 20-25 feet away because the minotaur was kind of in the center
4: I'm going to uh, cast detect magic on the door just to see if I can see if there's anything like super-duper magical about it.
0: Oh, it is magic as fuck! Um, What you notice about the door is it appears to be just a plain wooden door, but the weird thing about it is that there is no handle and there is no lock. There's nothing. It's just a door. But in the center of the door you see a large fist-sized heart shape in the center of the door
4: okay like maybe the same size as the ruby that's in the middle of the armor that the minotaur is approximately
0: the same (laughs) size i mean you don't have a ruler i don't think but okay. uh, yeah, approximately the same size. As Let that. me pull out my
3: geometry kit.
4: <laughs> um, can I just try and like grab the heart-shaped ruby that's on the Minotaur's armor? Is that a good idea, everyone? Yeah, yeah do go that. For it. Okay, I will try and uh, just like grab it.
2: I mean, one of us is gonna die. Might as well be you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh God. Okay. Um. I think that's going to have to be a strength contest. Okay. So.
4: This probably doesn't bode well for me, but I'll try it anyway.
0: But I fucking love it.
4: Okay. Well, I rolled a 13.
0: Okay.
2: (laughs) It's either a 20 or a 1. I love this
0: game. I love it. It's so funny. (laughs) um so the minotaur armor rolled a seven awesome
3: (laughs) just kind of like pops out into his hand
0: so the minotaur is frozen still well what is what how does your spell work amy What, what if the spell ends
3: for an affected creature if it takes any damage or if someone else uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor
0: Okay, so. <laughs> I fucking love it. Okay, so you walk up to this golden minotaur suit of armor and grab that fist size ruby and go thwack and just pull it out of its chest. This is mine now.
4: <laughs> and I can I replace it with a bag of sand like Indiana Jones? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if you want, but I'll just leave it. I'll it, just leave it. And, and nothing happens.
4: Okay. Um, so I turn so. around and show my friends, like, ah! <laughs> how long
2: does your spell last, there, bird?
3: Um, a minute.
0: Okay. So maybe you can move your ass. Yeah, let's put or, that thing. Wait, up hold there on. And hold see on. what happens. A minute. It only lasts a minute. I think Harmony's used her movement for sure. To I would think so. And look at it and come back. So, those columns are going to shoot at uh, a fireball, at prosh, and at bowstring.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you guys need to do a, a deck save? Is that what I've been doing? I don't. I'm, it's know. just I've been, been this whole heart thing. I think it's you've just, just been, been rolling
4: us. it against AC, haven't you? Yeah, it's just been so.
3: hitting okay. us.
0: But I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do well, a dex save. 18. No, it's, eight, it's eighteen. 18 it's That's what I've. But,
2: uh, but um, I got a twenty-six dex save. I finally rolled okay. well. Oh, oh. Too bad
3: for that. Yes. Um. Wah, wah. It's a shame, Russ. Uh, I know. So you guys
0: again each take one damage. Oh, I'm These fireballs are killing us.
2: Okay. So if I uncanny dodge and I'm resistant, so I take zero damage.
0: <laughs> you can't uncanny dodge. Uh, okay. It's not your turn.
2: Well, I, it's a reaction. Oh. I can uncanny, uncanny dodge to any attack.
0: Uh, Bowstring, it's your turn. Uh, okay.
3: I I see what, what Harmony's doing here, and I'm, I'm fairly close, because, well, I am. I'm in the middle of the room, I think. Um... So I can move 30 feet. So I go over to her and I say, uh, uh, hey, mind if I like borrow that for a sec? I have an idea.
4: Sure. I hand over the uh, the gem to her.
3: Thanks. And I (laughs) I walk over to the door and I fit the gem inside the the uh, impression in the door.
0: And the door swings open. Hey, you guys! And the Minotaur is still just frozen. Okay, so... uh,
2: Yeah, we've got to move quick, though, because we only have a minute.
0: Come on, guys! Okay. Let's go! Are we... So we're technically
2: out of combat now, I guess, for the time being? Okay. Uh, Okay, yeah, let's...
0: You are are out of combat. Book it into the... open the door.
2: Book it into the room
0: okay oh, yeah. so
2: <laughs> With, while investigating while investigating
0: uh, <laughs> you guys are the best by the way this is <laughs> so great and I love it because it's much more interesting so for <laughs> frozen armor and mystery creature <laughs> that hopefully we'll find out
3: what it was at the end
0: So, you go into this room, and it's tiny. It's just a a tiny little room, and you see three locked doors, but not full-size doors, just small, like, little cubbies, basically. And this is what they look like. The first one has a cryptex on it. So, like, you know, it's a spinning letters. Mm -hmm. And it says... I am the outstretched fingers that seize and hold the wind. My merest touch brings laughter. So that's what you see. On the second door, there is a small slot and it says, To receive what you seek, a trade must be made. A plume for a pinna, you'll not be dismayed. And on the third door is just a lock. Just a standard looking lock. Um, so, maybe what I will get you guys to do is maybe just like roll a d20 because I want to see who's going to go first. Okay. Ooh. Nineteen. Just
2: straight D twenty or an initiative? Eight. No, just
0: straight D twenty. Three. You're not fighting the doors. Three.
3: (laughs) Um, And the door battle commences. This and this and this and the doors like, are you just knocking on me? Are we fighting? (laughs) What's happening?
0: Bowstring, you are faced with these three doors. You have three options. What would you like to do?
3: Uh, I'll go for door number one.
0: Okay. And what what do you put into the cryptex?
3: Um, I. First, how many letters are there? There are seven letters. I put in feather. Guys, I think it's feather. I have an unfair advantage, and I, like, flutter my my useless wings a little bit.
0: (laughs) When you put in feather, the door pops open, and inside is an iridescent purple feather just floating in there, and you can just feel waves of power coming off of the feather. What do you do?
3: Um can I make like um like an investigation check to see if I notice like am I going to put my hand in do I see like old darts that are going to like fucking
0: hurt me? Roll it up. Uh 17. You just see a beautiful purple floating feather.
3: Uh, I, I I reach in carefully to remove oh. the feather. And it
0: devours her! And the moment you touch the feather, you hear Aronia's voice saying, oh, You did it! I knew you guys would do it! I knew you'd all make it, too. You're so clever. I've been watching you. Um, This part's a little bit difficult. You might want to close your eyes. What? And the three of you... Are teleported back to Halcyon Fountains. And you're back, not in that room that you were in before, that that, you know, interrogation kind of room, but instead in a beautiful office, and Aronia is there, and she holds out her hand, hoping that you're gonna hand her that feather.
2: I hellish rebuke the feather.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the feather didn't attack you. <laughs>
2: No, I don't.
0: (laughs) Uh, Do you give her the feather bowstring?
2: That's a lot of power bowstring.
0: Um, this is an awful lot of responsibility. Uh, A one month singing gig here at your choice of our club. Yeah, but now one month doesn't... Do you
3: know what we went through, lady? Like, good God, can I have a moment to talk with my buddies for a second? Sure. Thanks. Does she leave the room? Like how? No. How am I getting this moment? This
0: is not <sighs> the time to renegotiate a bargain. But just
2: give her the feather bird.
0: Give it a try.
3: Can can I turn around just and give her just her like the huddle? Feather bird. <laughs> Fine. I tr- I turn around and I go to give her the feather and I say, six months.
0: <laughs> I heard your singing and you know what. It was beautiful. We'll start with the one month and then we'll talk.
3: All right, but I want a a, a bonus or something. I don't know. I <laughs> hand her the feather. Um, a 16-year-old cannot negotiate. Unlimited
2: birdseed. Unlimited birdseed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I eat
3: regular food, you bit. You know what? Never mind. Just never mind. I thought we had
0: a... Never mind. Uh. So Aronia takes the feather... You three did such a wonderful job. Now, it's unfortunate because you're not going to remember what you did. But you know what? I will always honor my bargain, so you're still going to get the things that you want. But tomorrow morning, you're going to wake up, and you're not going to remember why. And she snaps, and you guys wake up in your separate hotel rooms the next morning, and you don't remember anything but I'm rich as fuck <laughs> <laughs> exactly. son but there's money and at Bowstring's room like someone slides under the door like some proofs for uh, you know uh, like promotional materials for his limited engagement at the Cloudburst Cafe and I don't know uh, you have like a library card slid on yes.
4: yeah it's a pretty awesome reward
0: <laughs> here's a library I mean
4: money and stuff too hopefully but <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah
0: exactly that's funny. And you found the wow. feather of the first magic. You did it.
3: You know what's funny? I do not feel. I do not feel good about that. I've no. come out of this with a complete uneasy feeling. Like I feel that, great about it. That we. Like know me as a person, like that we have because like sure yes your character is someone different what they do is their thing and I've always had trouble like separating myself from the character and I'm just like oh my god what's she gonna do with that feather holy shit should I give yeah. her the feather I gave her the feather like, she like, seems obviously- like a real
4: bad real bad person. <laughs>
3: Like, but a real sweet bad person
0: she is she's so sweet but she's also an archmage and runs this whole motherfucking place and can do some crazy bad stuff and now Next we've allowed time. her to
3: get to do all this crazy bad stuff That's and any crazy bad stuff they do it's on us
0: uh, but yeah, we won't my, remember it you don't even
3: remember it's no, but
2: I know I'm Amy gonna, knows I'm gonna shed this light my character is a neutral evil character so I'm good with it
3: yeah fair enough Yeah. I kind of figured. You're just in it for you. Yeah. You don't care. You would just want to see the world burn so long as you get what you want. And I did. And you did.
2: Kingdoms have been founded on less money than I have right now.
3: See, technically I'm chaotic neutral. But...
2: No, you're fine.
0: I liked it. Mm. Yeah,
2: no, that was really good, Carla. That, that was, was super crazy. fun. Carla, you We're
0: did all all so guys. amazing. Um, I love that. I'm so happy about how it ended. That was perfect. I'm, like I just love it.
2: So, Carla, how do you yeah. how do you like dungeon mastering, and how did you feel about the process that went into it?
0: Oh, it was super fun. Um, there was like. I'll say that what was in the outline was like sort of helpful. Well, well, definitely was helpful, yeah. but um, was not a lot. It yeah. does, it doesn't Do let you, you run a it game, gives you the, right? well, It gives you the skeleton, yeah. which gives you it your gives encounters, you what you're
3: encountering, yeah.
0: And then absolutely yes. everything
3: else is really like how you get there, yeah, yeah. Right, so.
0: And and so so I I changed a lot of it just to make it like make more sense, like to have a more definitive ending because in the outline, it didn't really have one. And it's like, oh, you found the first magic, but there was no reason. And it's like, but we don't even know these characters. Why? I don't care if they. So anyway, um, so that was really fun. Yeah, it was a lot. I would do it again, though, for sure, because it was fun, but I just would change it. So it wasn't a fight and a fight. Because when it starts to like when the roles aren't going well, it just is kind it of it drags weird. a little, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, um, I have a question, and there's no way to control that, unfortunately. I'm ready for did it. Did you? Not,
3: did you base your character off of Dolores Umbridge? The character?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did not, but yes. Good, like I mean, I didn't intentionally, but. I imagined her office was filled with
3: adorable, like, kitten statues. Kitten figurines and stuff.
0: Totally. Yeah, I mean, I guess probably, like, subconsciously, because I love that idea of someone that's so powerful that they don't need to be scary and mean, like, because why? Like, it was more about that idea of, yeah, mean, real powerful person that doesn't have to, like, show it off.
4: I really liked your, like, timeshare salesman pitch
3: oh. job you yes. were doing
1: which
4: was awesome
3: yeah. i i think that was maybe my favorite part was all the interaction with her because yeah. she was such a great character and like a really fleshed out like she knows she's powerful like she knows and and you know what the most threatening thing is is when someone is being super nice but it's all the subtext Yeah, Like, it's how, like, well, well, no, of course, like, Like, of course you can choose to say no. Like, I mean, you are going to live in the basement here forever. (laughs) And, like, all the while, just, like, this big smile on their faces or something super creepy about that. Yeah. I love that it wasn't just do-gooders. Like, I thought that was great. It wasn't just do-gooders. It was, like, well, you guys don't have a choice. You're being roped into this by, like, the magical mafia, and you're going to do it. And, and it's not for the good of yep. whatever. Yep. It's for your own skin, and it's for your own shit, and like, yep. you selfish bitches, just try not to
0: die and give me my feather.
2: <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Well, I wanted to because everything we do, like, in our normal games, like, of course, because, of course, <laughs> we wouldn't want to do a whole campaign where we're, like, being blackmailed by the mafia. <laughs> like that's not fun. Or where we're, we're evil characters just, like,
3: pillaging and stuff. Like,
0: yeah. yeah, exactly, because, like you said, Amy, like, I hate I wouldn't want to play that character as my regular character, but yeah. it's fun to like in a one-off. Yeah,
1: to yeah, no, that's make fun. people
0: be jerks yeah. <laughs> or like just look out for themselves, basically, because they don't have a choice. <laughs> More fun. It's good. Kind of totally. So way.
2: we we asked Amy if you have any advice for people who have not DM'd. Uh, uh, what you would tell them if you were convincing them that they should DM or should not DM.
0: Yeah, I thought it was super fun. Like, it was a fun, creative exercise to, like, come up with the whole, like, setting and the and the people and the shadowy organization and all of that uh, was great. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know how you'd avoid it, but I'd do a better job of not having, like, combat to combat. And because both of those characters from the outline were, like, it was an elemental and then, like, a magical suit of armor, so yeah. neither of those were characters. yeah really so that was like just less fun for me selfishly. Sure. Yeah.
2: yeah straight
0: yeah straight combat often does
2: drag yeah
0: yeah and it'd be more fun if they were more had more personality yeah. to yeah. at least be like being a jerk or yeah. something mm-hmm. instead of yeah an elemental and yeah an animated suit of armor neither of which like do anything other than fight yeah. so i just wouldn't do that again but cool otherwise like it was okay i did remember how to play dean <laughs>
4: yay you did great yay. well
0: you did awesome yeah, yeah. You did it, was it was so much fun, fun. Mm-hmm. Your guys' characters were so fun. You put so much work into Ooh, it. I would I need to say
3: songs. thank you. And yeah, give some shout outs. Yeah, thank you to Melissa McClellan. Um, I used yeah. her songs from her album Stranded in Suburbia. I used Glimpse Into Hell, And to Rainstorm, and Smoke Signals and White Lies for the impromptu one that was Easily the worst out of all of them.
4: <laughs> they were all great.
0: They were all incredible. And it's like, because I don't know her music, but it sounded great. <laughs> it like, she sounded well. awesome. So, it's she. I was
3: into She's it. wonderful. And I Facebooked her and uh, tried to connect with her on Twitter. There wasn't a whole lot going on on her social media. She messaged me on Facebook a day after I had messaged her and said, I hope it's not too late, but of course you can use my stuff.
4: Oh, that's awesome. And
3: I. And I just fangirled so hard. I was just like, "Oh, thank you so much! Like you're so I really love your stuff." Blah <laughs> blah blah. And she didn't respond to any of that, but I don't blame her. Um, so uh, Melissa McClellan, if you're listening, thank you very much for your songs. They helped with the inspiration of my my silly bardic songs and it made uh, it made this character very fun for me. So thank you so much. And I suggest anyone who has not heard of Melissa McClellan, um, that's M C C.
2: We'll um, put it in the show notes.
3: Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Go and <clears throat> check her music out because she rocks.
2: Absolutely. If you want to be on the show, Melissa McClellan, that's totally cool too. <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> totally. Oh yeah. We'd love to have, have you.
0: Position on as a as a bard or whatever character you want to play. That's you true. don't have to be a bard. I don't want to pigeonhole you. <laughs> um. So thank goodness this. It's not happening again. <laughs> that's, not what I, that's not what I mean. It was actually really fun. But of course, we did it. Like, I am DMing this game because it is Women in Tabletop Gaming Month. And there's, there's two extra episodes this month mm-hmm. because of that. It is. But it'll be a normal episode yeah. again next. Kind of our, I guess. Yep, kind of our you. anything men can do, we
3: can do also. We can do everything just as good as men. Absolutely. Exactly.
2: 100%.
0: Exactly that. Uh,
2: women in Tabletop Gaming Month going on for another few days, but there's lots of content that is always available. So go womenintabletopgaming.com. Check out all the great podcast blogs, YouTube businesses that are doing sales for the next little while as well and putting out products uh, for this month and go check it out online and support. Because it's awesome.
0: Yes. We had a lot uh, of fun. Yeah. Content-wise, there's like content... Oh. Man, but it was. If you have content for a long time, yeah, like <laughs> unless you've been, unless you only listen to podcasts all day, you got plenty of content to yeah. keep you going.
2: Amazing stuff. Uh, so, yes, thank you, Carla, Thanks, and Carla. thank you. Thank you, Amy, and Carla, because both of these have come out by this point. So Yeah, you guys killed it. Thank you for doing that. You guys did awesome.
0: It's real fun. Real fun. We did it, Amy. We did it, Carla. We, did it. we didn't. We were scared. I don't want to speak for you. I didn't want it no, to. No,
3: I was very we did it. I procrastinated the shit out of Well, I do well, that's just my everything, I guess. <laughs>
2: I mean you you both said you were nervous, but you both did amazing. Like, yeah, you guys think
3: great. Yeah. Thank you very well, you know what? And I'm gonna say it, it's been really nice because we have a very good DM to model things after because you're so Oh thanks, prepared. Amy. We have
2: four DMs now.
3: We do. Well, I just mean like Tom, Tom you're <laughs> also amazing. Don't do that, Tom. I'm just saying is that our regular DM who who puts in so much time and effort and Tom as well who like is ridiculous in creating his own games, like like, your whole... I, I thought you were... I thought you had a something. Nope. You know? Like...
2: No. Tom's doing the... Tom did the... For our Patreon. Tom runs a game. Uh, Tom did the... I plan everything myself. Whereas I do the... I started with a thing, and now I'm piecing in all the stuff for after that when I'm like, well, I have nothing. So, there's... There's drops two, of stuff going on for when it's like, okay, now you're free in the world.
3: Two really good points of inspiration, though, yeah. like that we've had to draw off Absolutely. of. So we're lucky.
4: Oh, well, thank you guys.
0: Yeah. Thank you. For sure. Oh, my God. Like,
2: <laughs> it's not about us. It's Women in so, Tabletop Gaming it's, Month. It's not about it's us. So oh,
0: no, obvious. you're right. Why are we doing this? Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Because That's this right. is what I mean, we do. All,
0: well, <laughs> it's, it's what we do at the end where we all just, like, say how great we think Well, each D&D other is are so collaborative. Because you're all so great.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, you are. All right, we're going to sign off because Women in yes. Tabletop Gaming Month. We don't just end how do we, it. We sign yeah, off. How do we
3: usually end these things?
2: Till... Oh, no. This is Carly, in. your
3: DM, Oh, signing off.
2: Oh. Is, is right, that what I say? Not, Go fuck calling. yourself,
3: San <laughs> Francisco. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Okay, I
2: want to hear Carla say, "Go fuck yourself, San Francisco."
3: <laughs> San Diego, Diego. me the whale's vagina. Yeah. Get it together.
0: <laughs> I like our topical anchorman. Yeah, topical for us. Uh, what do we say at the we end? Don't. don't we just say, "I love you guys. You're the best." Yeah. And we, yeah. the You're sh- thank you for listening. For
2: regular stuff, we just end it.
0: Oh, oh, because oh, then you just because I
3: didn't want to go a into bloopers.
0: Yeah. yeah, I like it. All right, that's fair. So, Bye. beep. Y'all are the best.
3: Beep. <laughs> I feel like they're gonna leave a message after <laughs> after okay. the tone.
2: I'm stopping recording. Yeah,
3: you probably should. All right, I'm also stopping. I I'm gonna I let that
2: that bike drive by first. Hold on. Yeah, that's not
3: that on our sweet, end. Sweet I can't speak Yes, yeah, definitely
4: me again.
2: Well, yeah. no, but if there's any interaction with you, then
3: it's on. Well, nobody wants to interact with me. <laughs> all right, go for it. So far, that seems all right.
0: To be <gasps> I don't know why my character is so unlikable. Sorry, and this is why Tom was asking, because I was thinking, like, oh, it has disadvantage on strength, but it doesn't roll. No, it doesn't Yeah, if, if it, it, matches, it was yeah. rolling
4: against us, then yeah, but...
0: Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry, little bird.
4: I mean, it's a wave uh, of blood in a flightless bird. It's not going to go well. Yeah,
3: yeah it's, it's not... My, oh, my it's feathers are wet.
0: <laughs> Couldn't even fly if
3: I wanted to.
4: There's a Sarah McLaughlin song playing in the background <laughs> while people oh, yeah. are gently...
0: In, in the arms, arms of <laughs> a king Koo. um what is bloodied like when half of your damage well, is bloodied
2: gone. in fourth edition like there is no actual bloodied in fifth edition we haven't oh. we haven't really used it oh. it's something we inherited or we kind of grandfathered in from fourth edition but it's half of the total hit points
3: which means it's half of the total hit points guys <laughs> <laughs> no, it might just mean it's getting no. closer.
2: Fifth edition, they don't have bloodied anymore, it's just more based on the description of the character or the creature based on the DM's description. We have to come to the conclusion right. of, like, it's dripping blood, so we, I mean, it's It's blood hard, monster. this whole
0: thing's blood. How yeah, so, know? like, how does that's, a blood
4: monster... That's, yeah.
0: yeah, that's the trouble.
2: Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to hellish rebuke. And I'm gonna point my finger at the blood monster.
3: It's real Screw rude. the
2: plants. Real rude. I'm gonna point my finger at it, and the creature, the damn oh no, oh something has to something has to damage me. Oh nothing's fucking damaged me.
3: Oh god, my dog smells so bad.
2: Instantaneous evocation. Oh, it's a reaction.
4: Oh, yeah, I can't even do if that. Someone hits you, they right? Take yeah, no,
2: I can't yeah. do. I can do thaumaturgy. That's what means. No, that doesn't help. Yeah, well, I didn't realize. I thought it was like fire shit. Anyways, God, I was I just, just like, get ooh, away from me. I got to flub a roll so I can take some damage and use that. I um, need a
3: meter roll for you. He's mighty
0: in that to happen. Still. <laughs>
3: so we've got some rainbow dice, dice right there for you, Russ. Bird.
4: Bird. 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 Your bird. 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 I mean, it's nice to have, like, a proper bard in the group for once.
3: One <laughs> that sings songs and <laughs> shit.
4: Jeez.
3: Oh, uh, no, gone. I know who's doing great. Carla's doing, Carla's Carla doing, this doing great. This, shit. this
2: is the
4: midway point.
0: All right. All right. Yes, all Probably.
3: right. right is to go, Carly, you're doing great. All
4: right. Probably Let's. the delicious brownies she had before she played.
0: It was. It got me mm-hmm. all hyped up for it.
4: So who wants to hear more about the brownies I made?
0: <laughs> <laughs> was there
3: any booze in them? Were they boozy brownies?
4: Uh, no, there was no booze and uh, no pot either. Someone did oh, ask Lord. me if I'd put pot in them. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Well,
2: I mean, it's a thing, right? So
0: It's it's a thing. It's
2: a topical... Not really
0: a Tom thing. Not so
2: much, no. It
3: could be a Tom thing. He could have hobbies we don't know about. Tom's pretty much a mystery to us.
0: (laughs) True. It's true. What's it gonna do? I don't know. (laughs) know. I'm scared. I'm scared. Amazing (laughs) options.
3: And I'm gonna... I'm gonna... <laughs> what is happening?
2: <laughs> she's she's gone from sit too can, many songs yeah, <laughs> <can> <laughs> sing a song to not speak
0: too much tongue. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The world has still ended.
4: Darcy was a cafeteria worker.
0: Do you see that minotaur sitting out in the food court? Hmm?
4: What minotaur? Just an ordinary everyday human,
2: probably.
0: Egerton, you didn't even need a fairy cake. Why did you eat a fairy cake? Because I stress
2: eat sometimes. Egerton was a PR flack for the imperial government. This extremely devastating explosion was in fact a celebration. He's a flightless fairy with a sweet tooth. There were some zombies, but Blatt blew them up. I climbed a tree. And we're skipping ahead and
4: and
1: we're
2: skipping
4: ahead. Blatt used to be a filing clerk. I'll pneumatic tube it up sir now he's discovering the secrets of his half demon heritage like his ability to summon a soul-bound weapon
3: oh you're here to destroy time eh we'll eat bazooka
4: <laughs> three normal dweebs rescued from the end of the world and sent on a last-ditch quest to save all of reality there is a way to stop the shattering but we need you three The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Find it in your favorite podcast app or visit otherbothers.com.
2: There's no evil, so you're welcome. Flawless logic. Oh, boy.